Welcome right. to Horror Virgin, the greatest show <laughs> in the world. Todd is a virgin. The man has never had sex. Mikey is over here to say things. Paige is over here to say things. Here we are, Horror Virgin. Yes, Mikey and I have definitely had sex. Todd remains to be Whoa, seen. Whoa, Paige, that's how rumors get started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. No, not with each other. No. Sorry. I just realized how that here. started. Paige and I have definitely had sex. With other people. Mikey, are you wearing a Christmas stocking? Uh, no, it's a blanket. Yeah, okay, call it whatever you want. <laughs> it's cold and rainy here. It's a giant Christmas stocking I can curl up into and fall asleep. We should sell that. Honestly, Mikey would be super into Christmas stocking sleeping bags. Do they not sell that for, like, kids on Christmas Eve? I've, I've never seen that, but, like, I feel like, yeah, we should. Cut that out, Todd. That's a good idea. We should learn. <laughs> Trademark that. Cut Trademark that out. It. We're going to make a million dollars. <laughs> on a single-use sleeping bag, you only <laughs> use one night a year. But call, year. I want to go on Shark Tank with this idea. Thank you for tuning into Horror Virgin. I'm Paige. I'm Mikey. And I'm your Horror Virgin, Todd, which means I don't like scary movies, but you guys make me watch them. And this week, we have a very special guest from Horror Soup and Scream, Caleb. Yay. Hey guys, Yay. I'm Caleb, the host of this show. Welcome to my show, The Horror Version. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, thank you so much for joining us. Let me ask, oh, and we should say that this week we did Leprechaun, and I think it was, was it both Mikey and Paige that came up with this? Yes, yes. we conspired together to make you watch Leprechaun. And thank you so much, because this movie You're is welcome. my kind of terrible, but what was everyone's first experience with Leprechaun? I watch this movie way more often than I should. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the first time you watched it, Caleb? Um, it was sometime when I was younger. I don't really remember it. I remember yeah. uh, the first time I rewatched it, which was probably only like three-ish, four-ish years ago uh, or something like that. I just bought yeah. the whole set and I just watched all of them in a day. And it was the greatest experience ever. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Mikey and Paige, when did you first see it? I saw this for the first time as an adult, uh, roughly... Like six or seven years ago, I had been booked to do comedy at a BBW convention. By the way, I know not all conventions are created <laughs> equal. This one was terrible. This is the worst thing ever. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack here. Yeah, it was not a very good place for me to be. Uh, guys kept trying to follow me back to my hotel room. It was like all bad. And so my friend that I had brought with me that was like also doing comedy, he kind of like barricaded us in the room so that guys wouldn't <laughs> follow me home. And there was nothing on the TV in the hotel except all of the Leprechaun movies because it was Halloween. And so I watched one through four that night. Nice. Guys, I fucked up. I accidentally didn't click my mute button, so I'm recording your audio, too. It's fine. I can honestly peel it out. Don't worry about it. That's actually not as big of a screw up as I usually do in every recording. So I usually don't do that. It seems just like every time I record with someone that I haven't recorded with before, I'll just like forget to press like one thing or something. I'm like, all right, cool. It always happens. <laughs> like I go to record it on different show. And I'm like, oh, I forgot my SIM card. Your SIM card, Mikey? What are you, a cell What's phone in SD, fucking 2009? <laughs> You idiot. The SIM card. <laughs> yeah, I forgot the SIM card for my Bourne? DSLR camera. Oh. <laughs> forgot my rumble pack, bro. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. I forgot my Walkman at home. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to podcast. 
That is clear. So, Mikey, what was the first time you saw Leprechaun? Okay, I saw this like when I was young, like as a kid, and I was like, "Oh, this movie is just terrible. I hate this movie. It's so stupid and boring." And I watched it today, and I have a, I've taken a one eighty. I, I love this movie. <laughs> How do you think Leprechaun is boring when you're young? It's just Warwick Davis running around know. screaming obscenities at people. <laughs> It's just puppet feet. <laughs> it wasn't scary. I was just like, I don't like this movie. I was like very pretentious as a 10-year-old. How did 10-year-old Mikey not love Warwick Davis skateboarding between the hallway, like back and forth? Oh, the skateboarding. I have a fun fact oh. that explains that. I think it was the pacing issue for my untreated ADHD. That I can actually imagine. That actually does make sense. Tonight was the first time I saw this as a grown-ass old man. I was, like, watching this movie. And first off, Jennifer Aniston looks the same in this movie as she does today, and that infuriates and me. And acts you. the same. And, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. she has not grown as uh, an adult or as an actress at all. Yeah. But I loved it. I think Paige said it best in our Facebook messengers back and forth where she kind Compared this movie to Steinbeck, where she was really complimentary about it. I stand by it. I stand by it. It's a reimagining. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 It was a question about the character of Ozzy, and I compared it to Of Mice and Men, and you were like, don't compare this to Steinbeck. And I was like, that's the one where the guy hugs too hard, right? And you were like, yeah. And I was like, I have no revisions. I think my fantasy would be to get into like a leprechaun situation where you didn't actually steal the gold. So like you could feasibly just sit on that porch sipping a drink watching this leprechaun torture people and being like bro i don't have your gold but that guy does and he would leave <laughs> you alone and he would just murder people in front of you and it would be hilarious so you want your neighbor to steal the leprechaun's gold yeah <laughs> or you could steal the gold and like throw it in their yard and be like i heard he's got the gold over there look you don't even have to bring the gold into the equation you just get a box of shoes and throw them in any direction and that <laughs> oh leprechaun is fucking God. on it <laughs> I had forgotten about the shoes because, like, the shoes are not as much of a thing in later Leprechaun installments. They, it like doesn't, it never comes up again. The later Leprechaun installments have much more rhyming and much yes. less shoes. So I had completely forgotten about it. And then they're like throwing the shoes and he's like chasing them down to polish them. And then at one point he like polishes a, a pair of suede shoes. I was yeah, like, yeah. You can't polish suede, dude. And calls them shiny, Paige. <laughs> shiny, he refers shiny. to the suede shoes as shiny. Uh, you two are it. missing the fact that they were also covered in blood. So like yeah. he's a shitty shoe shine. <laughs> Try saying that, Paige. A shitty shoe shine? Shitty yeah. shoe shine. Shitty shoe shine. That's not too bad. <laughs> if you watch that scene, <laughs> Warwick Davis is doing the most like the direction must have been like we're going to throw shoes at you like a goddamn animal and you're going to run back and forth and retrieve them for us and then shine them. Dude, here's the weird thing. Warwick Davis in real life is so obsessed with shoes just like his character because I watched I was like okay I've already seen this movie a million times so I watched the behind the scenes or not the behind the scenes the director's commentary or the, the Warwick Davis commentary. I had a choice of the directors or Warwick Davis. Obviously I picked Warwick and yeah, you course. chose correctly sir. <laughs> And all he's doing the whole time, he's like, so the most notable part of my leprechaun character is obviously the shoes. And I'm like, what? Not the fucking face that's three times the size of your actual head and is repulsive? <laughs> and yeah. He's just like, yeah, these little shoes made my character. It made me trot around and have fun. I'm like, why are you just as obsessed with shoes as this leprechaun is? <laughs> 
I mean, here's what I will say. There's many shots in this movie where it is focused on the shoes, and I don't think Warwick Davis is wearing them. I think they are puppet feet because they move in such an unnatural way. That's Warwick Davis. He moves in an unnatural way. I mean, that is also true, but it's unnatural even for Warwick Davis. He might be one of my favorite villains because he communicates his needs clearly, and yes. the, the human characters are just dumb. He's like, hey, I'm going to kill you if you don't give me my gold. And they're like, what? Run away. And I'm like, that's a complete sentence with like, he's telling you exactly what's happening. <laughs> At least in the, the later ones, he rhymes it. So you're like, wait, what did he say? And then you're already dead, which is pretty great. He like, he calls them. He calls them on the phone. Hey, <laughs> give me me gold. G- can you give me me gold and then I'll leave you alone or I'll kill you? Yeah. But Lenny is like, I swallowed a piece. I don't know what to do. Not Lenny. What's his name? Oh, I can't talk about that. just call him it's Lenny. We're not doing I this. Mean- <laughs> Everyone's done the of mice and men leprechaun bit. We're, we can't do this. Everyone's done it. <laughs> Look, can we just call him? He's Gacy from the Gacy movie. Well, he's he's Francis from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the whole movie, I was just like, nice try, Francis. He was also in Teen Wolf, guys. What? what? The movie? Yeah. Michael J. Fox? Yeah. His character name in Teen Wolf was Chubby. His name was <laughs> okay. Chubby in Teen Wolf. Look at Wolf. what they do to my people, All right. Tom. All right. <laughs> I instantly knew it because, listen, my childhood was full of Teen Wolf of and Chubby. Teen Wolf too. <laughs> well, and of Chubbies, yeah. Adolescence was a weird time for me. Dude, I have a friend who rated Teen Wolf like half a star recently, so all I've been yelling about on my podcast for the past like two months is how my buddy rated Teen Wolf half a star i'm pissed ridiculous teen wolf is an amazingly it's bad but i love it i mean it's bad but enjoyable much like this film like look i think i rate it like three and a half or something like i'm fair about it but i love teen wolf yeah. and it's, it's great like yeah lenny in this movie though is bonkers i, I, <laughs> I don't understand whatever his name is ozzy <laughs> right, let's just call him lenny let's just fucking call him lenny. <laughs> lenny, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's funny. i mean but, i halfway paid attention at the beginning so i was like Where'd the dad go? Is this person, what's wrong with this guy? Like, is there something wrong with this guy? I I guess I should probably save this for when we get to that particular scene. But I have questions about the employment ethics of this paint company. Oh, you mean the paint company that's run by a nine-year-old paint? He has liability. (laughs) Don't be ridiculous, guys. George's paint company and George is a nine-year-old. Did you guys notice the name of the company? Yeah, it's Three Men Who Paint. <laughs> three Men Who Paint. I'm like, yeah. two men and a child, just, maybe. Just call it two men and a baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It literally is two and a half men who paint. Whose kid is it? Is it the main guy's kid? No, it, we, we don't know who that kid belongs to. That kid is an enigma. Why does he look like the kid from Two and a Half Men? <laughs> He does kind of look like that but kid. But he's not. That kid is way older. And also, yeah. I would say he's the most intelligent person in the movie. I mean, that kid has a plan. Yeah. And he's going to execute that plan. And then, like, Nathan is just hot and dumb. And then Ozzy <laughs> is too wrapped up in the fact that it's a leprechaun. And I have to tell everyone it's a leprechaun that, like, that kid, Alex, is the only one who, A, ever remembers that it's the distributor cap. And, B, actually has, like... <laughs> thoughts about how to kill a leprechaun and just like two and a half men they use tiger blood to paint the house so you know it's great <laughs> that is the color <laughs> yeah it is that color uh, i got a, i got a work call hold on once. hello there's a leprechaun it's on the freeway <laughs> wait, wait 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 get it away from your face that hand's gonna pop out at any moment <laughs> 
Why is his hand no, popping like baby hand? Why is he turning to like Freddy Krueger at that point in the movie? I love that I though. I mean, you could replace him with Freddy Krueger and not much changes. But I do love that instead of a tongue, it is very much the take my strong hand kind of hand out of the phone. <laughs> the hand ridiculous. that looks kind of rodenty. Yeah, it looks like a chicken <laughs> hand. It does look like a chicken foot, but with extra like digits. Hand. Digits, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess a chicken's hand is a wing, right? Like, I don't know how that works. We should call Wingstop and find out. <laughs> she's, just called, she's just referred to, like, chicken's wings as hands from now on. Yeah. Do you guys sell any chicken hands? <laughs> Can I get a 10-piece chicken hand, mild, and garlic parmesan? <laughs> My favorite part of this movie okay. has to be every time they sped up Warwick Davis. So when they, when they sped him up when he was, like, roller skating or when he was, like, pushing the wheelchair, it is so funny i have notes on the wheelchair for later oh yeah but i think one of my favorite things is that not a single grown adult with much longer legs can outrun warwick davis no (laughs) yeah really it should have been like a fight between the nine-year-old who runs the paint company and warwick davis because then it would be sort of evenly matched right yeah but like when you have Five adults against a three foot, I don't know, 10 inch man. Like it's a little laughable. It, it's sort of like my child's play problem. Um, They're all Lenny's because he's like, I want my gold or I will hurt you. And they're like, what does he want? What does he want? But yeah, it is child's play where you're like, throw him, kick him. You know? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. That is the only viable option with this dude. Fucking bunt kick this dude into high hell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Honestly, I want a little leprechaun to haunt me because he looks like he'd be great for anger issues. Like you could just shoot him and beat the shit out of him. And he, yeah, and he like regenerates. Oh, yeah, because there's only one way to kill him. And that is forcing a four leaf clover, clover down his throat. Which the whole concept of the four leaf clover, like just to start out, like the fact that they put it on a box and they don't like staple it or do anything to it, and it could just blow off with any yeah. minor like gust Dude, of wind. Yeah. At any Caleb, point. a strong breeze would like foil that whole plan. <laughs> like it's done. If the air conditioning turns on, they're fucked. Like the fact that Lenny went over and mildly tapped that four leaf clover, and that was the first time it fell off in like ten years, is like yeah. the biggest miracle of the whole movie. Well, you have to believe, Caleb. You have to believe. <laughs> And there, there was a dead body and an unconscious body in that house that paramedics had to come clear out and investigate the crime scene in the basement, and no one moved that clover. He had a stroke, Pace. They just they wrapped it up. It was just it's fine. <laughs> well, but his wife was murdered. Actually, she just fell down the steps. Like, I'm oh, going to be honest true, with you. True, true. Warwick Davis had nothing to do with that woman dying. He tried to help her, if anything. He slowly approached her and said, I personally would like to extend an invitation for you to give my gold back or I might hurt your family. And then she kills her. You know, she falls I have a great stand. business opportunity for you. It's about you giving me gold. Did you guys do the math on how much the gold was worth? If it's like, what, 500 each or what? Yeah, it's $50,000. Okay, but they said if it's a historic artifact, it's priceless. And I'm under the impression that each of them are historic artifacts. Yes. Yeah, because he couldn't match them with any other historic coins. Has anyone heard of very valuable Irish antiques? Yeah. Leprechaun gold. Yeah, leprechaun yeah. gold. <laughs> <laughs> leprechaun gold. Mikey. I never Duh. saw Indiana Jones going to Ireland. 
That's because he had to go up to where the leprechaun lived, take the leprechaun off yeah, the pedestal, yeah. and then fill a bag of sand that weighed the same amount as the leprechaun. It was page. It was a shoe. It was a suede was shoe a he shoe? poured sand into and then put it down. <laughs> well, now I'm just picturing Indiana Jones running from a giant rolling potato. So like, <laughs> but just bagpipes doing the theme like... He gets saved by uh, the Pied Piper from Snakes. Yes. Why did it have to be Snakes? (laughs) Indiana Jones and the Curse of the Irish Gold is my favorite new, I guess, pitch that we're cooking out. Yeah. I I love it so much. I got your first 30 pages right here. And then like, okay, he's always looking for his gold, but literally a rainbow appears above the gold all the time. So like everyone is so dumb. Yeah. The dumbest person in this movie finds the gold mikey oh that's a bad take <laughs> is it when he's not like he didn't first of all his name is fucking ozzy i swear <laughs> to god we cannot keep calling him lenny his name is lenny page <laughs> yeah. his name was robert paulson page i need to hire three men to paint my house bright blue and red like the circus <laughs> it's called curb appeal asshole <laughs> i'm gonna flip this house right off the trapeze <laughs> have we ever talked about how like the fucking director of this is the director of rumpled Stiltskin. Yes. Yes. Is really? But also, did you see where he got his start, like writing and directing? Though, wasn't it TV like A Team and shit like that? It was a bunch of TV shit. I was worried about Nightman. Within that TV shit, it was mostly <laughs> animation, and a lot of it was Scooby Doo. Was it? So like, yeah. So when he's like doing the skateboard thing, I'm like, that's pure Scooby Doo right there. <laughs> Paige, when I was watching a behind the scenes, he said word for word, "I was making a live action Scooby Doo movie." Yes. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That is a real thing that happens on the bonus features. When I features. found that in his IMDb, I was like, this checks out. I went to IMDb because I was like, oh, I'm sure this guy never worked again. And he worked a lot after he this. He did. But he also specifically, it's the Scooby-Doo that has Scrappy in it. And I'm like, this leprechaun is just Scrappy-Doo. Is. Yeah. He's Scrappy-Doo. And what's that one where they're like in Hawaii? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, that's the one where uh, (laughs) Tiffany Amber Thiessen and Zach Morris get married. Yeah. Yeah. I hate everything. (laughs) Mikey is so mad right now. It's accurate. Everything he's saying is true. This movie is just one Harlem Globetrotters team short of a Scooby-Doo episode. (laughs) I was surprised we had the budget to go to the nursing home at the end. I was like, there's no way we're going to find that guy. (laughs) We're going to leave the farm. You know, they offered Mark Jones like a lot of money not to direct this. Did they really? They really didn't want him to direct this. He wrote it and he was like, yeah, I have the intention of directing this. And they were like, what if you didn't, though? And they tried really hard to get him to not do it. But, like, aren't we glad he did? Yes, honestly. <laughs> like, to hardcore, be honest. yes. But honestly, doesn't that, like, that's, like, kind of a testament. Like, he was that adamant about, like, no, I'm directing this Leprechaun movie. <laughs> like, this is happening. I have the vision <laughs> for Leprechaun. It clearly is a passion project. Like, there's no other reason to do this type of movie. Passion as in it should have been crucified or, like, passion <laughs> as in he loved it. So, oh, okay. that's exactly what this guy, uh, his name is, like, it's probably, like, William Sash or something, but it looks like Sachs to me. It's S-A-C-H-S. I'm going to call him William Sachs. This is this dude who came in to like shoot some extra shots for the movie. They were like, hey, I think this movie sucks. So can you come and like fix it up? And he's a co-producer now. But basically, he's someone who came in to fix the movie. And he said, quote for quote, I thought it was the worst piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. I said, no. 
but then he ended up doing it and like every interview he's <laughs> when he's talking about it he's like yeah this is a giant piece of shit and i made it slightly doable and then everyone else talking about it was like i don't think he did anything to it like i think mark jones like did the cool <laughs> leprechaun stuff so there's like some kind of weird um i, I don't know the truth there someone's lying <laughs> here's what i think he did here's where i think he came in is the nursing home where for no reason at all, every single angle is dutched. Yeah. And I'm just, I and it's that. nowhere else in the movie. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the, do we just go Evil Dead 2 for no good reason in the <laughs> middle of this movie? And then as soon as she gets out of the, the old folks home, it stops. So like, <laughs> I think that's it. He shot that vignette and that was it. Oh, I thought he shot the relationship scenes with all the like uh, magnetic chemistry between Jennifer Aniston and that guy. Nathan. <laughs> I thought he shot the scene where Warwick Davis was rubbing on Jennifer Aniston's leg from under the truck. I put that on my Instagram. I saw that, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> I tagged her in the post. <laughs> she knows. I'm sure she wants to be reminded of that. No, Jennifer Aniston hates this movie so much, and I'm like, come on, be a good sport, Jen. I mean, this movie came out a year before Friends. This is, like, legit before she was, like, mega famous. This was her first movie. It's yeah. her first movie. She shot it three years before Friends, but then it doesn't come out until a year before Friends. And she's gone on record. So, like, Warwick Davis is always like, yeah, Jennifer Aniston hates this movie and won't talk about it. And then she had to, like, come out a couple years ago and be like, Warwick Davis always says I hate this movie. And it's not that I hate this movie. It's that I hate Warwick Davis. <laughs> she, it's just that she's like, I consider this my first film success, but I'm embarrassed of my early acting career. And I was like, so you hate it. Like, yeah. that's exactly. I don't hate this movie. I just hate this yeah. movie. Yeah, the director is always like, Jennifer Aniston has never forgave me for putting her in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> if they would have, like, shelved it for, like, two more years it could have been huge yeah it would have been crazy oh if they had released this while friends was out oh my god could you imagine jennifer aniston not only the star of friends <laughs> but the star of but leprechaun, leprechaun. <laughs> famous <laughs> scream queen jennifer aniston they do double features at the drive-in of the first episode of friends the pilot episode and then leprechaun <laughs> oh my god i mean we've had a wild couple of weeks because we had demon night last week oh, I know. and then this yeah so, like, we're in a goofy mood, I think. Yeah. Oh, maybe we should get into this movie, though, so we can talk about it. Let's do it. We open with Warwick Davis walking down the stairs in full leprechaun garb, and he, like, seals the doorway behind him, and he says his little rhyme about, like, try as they will and try as they might, who steals me gold won't live through the night, and then he kind of, like, plays with the pot of gold, and we cut to a limo pulling up to a farm as credits roll. Yeah. Now, remember, this is $50,000. It's yeah. not $50,000, Mikey. Well, I mean, it was then. Now it's the equivalent of about $98,000. Still, you don't want to blow a whole thousand dollars in one night by like first class flying from Ireland and hiring a limo just to tell your wife <laughs> you found $200,000. And that we're going to go shopping for mansions tomorrow. You guys yeah. are so fucking wrong. <laughs> That's exactly how you do it. Yeah, you gotta burn that money like uh, DMX or anybody who like really spends their money. Who was the guy that uh, did vitamin water? Oh no, that's Fifty Cent. You're thinking yeah. Fifty Cent. DMX is dead, Todd. I know, but he burned his money too. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in this podcast if you keep talking shit about DMX. I love DMX. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> me, Paige. Yeah. Are you doing Ooh. the Warwick Davis? No, I'm doing the DMX. Oh, wait. Time out. We got to stop. 
Is he a cannibal or did he, he just bites people like for he fun? He just bites people. Because it's, it's hilarious. He thinks it's funny. Mikey, he's not a cannibal. He's kinky. Wait, who bites people? I'm confused. The, the leprechaun. He's taking chunks out oh, of people. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's, I was like, I don't remember DMX biting people, but also pop off. What if the leprechaun was a, like a little DMX? Like, honey, I shrunk the kids. We have to get to <laughs> Leprechaun in the Hood and back to the Hood for that. Uh, and I'm here to tell you, better movies. No they are amazing. They are amazing. We need to watch them. Bring me on for Leprechaun in space. He goes to space? Of course. Yes. He goes to space so early, too. Like, for a series that goes to space, he goes in after the third movie. It's iconic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least Friday the 13th had the decency to wait until part 11, 10, 11 to go to space. I think it's 10 because it's Jason X, right? Yeah, so I think it's 10. Anyway, so the limo pulls up. He opens the door. He chugs a bottle of Jameson and then throws it to the ground and it doesn't shatter. Jameson. so because they did cut (laughs) off the end. (laughs) They put the end on the back, though. On the back of the bottle, you can see the end. I didn't even notice at first. I'm watching with someone. They're like, that says Jameson. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I have notes about some of the other foods and stuff in the house that are altered. Oh, you mean like the lucky not charms? There's a whole reason for that because that changes and then the final line of the movie changes because of of a deal with um General Mills. Oh, okay. Anyway, I can't wait till fun facts. It's going to be fun. So, yeah, he drops his <laughs> bottle of Jameso. It doesn't shatter. And this is where we meet Mr. O'Grady. He meets yeah. his wife on the porch and he's telling her that tomorrow we're going to start looking at mansions. He has them deliver his suitcases inside. And then he asks her, did the package come And she's like, yes, I just left it on the porch because I didn't want to open it. And he's like, perfect. And she's like, why the hell did you send your mom's ashes here? I don't want that shit. And I was like, that's harsh. She's family. (laughs) Well, these people don't know the value of a dollar and, you know, they don't take care of their ashes. You know, it's it's, what if it rained? His mom was just washed away. Well, it's not his mom. Like, you guys are worried about something that doesn't exist. Yeah, it turns out to just be the gold because he fucked with the Faye and he's about to find out. And so, yeah, so they open the package. He breaks the urn. The gold is inside and he's like yeah I caught a leprechaun and he showed me where the gold was and I don't know why her reaction wasn't immediately like I'm gonna call someone to help you medically <laughs> or at the very least don't fuck with the fae and don't bring that shit in my house right money talks Paige money couldn't talk me into letting the fae into my house I was a little pissed that she didn't at least take the package inside like why not just move the package in? What if it rains? Like, what are we doing? I don't know their relationship dynamics. Well, they're husband and wife. I know their relationship dynamics. She makes him tea for every single, like, bad occurrence that goes on. <laughs> yeah, they're married. Yeah, all I know about her is they're married, she doesn't take packages inside, and she's very clumsy. And she owns a Le Creuset round oven in flame. The irony of it all is her life insurance policy was worth way more than the gold. (laughs) (laughs) But they paid it out in gold coins. That's what's paying for Dan O'Grady's nursing home. (laughs) home. He's been there for 10 years. I know. That's way more than 50 grand. I know. It's expensive because the way that they do life insurance in Ireland is completely different. And so he actually just gets paid in potatoes (laughs) (laughs) and four leaf clovers. Oh, I did. I really did love of how he uses a four-leaf clover like Warwick Davis is a vampire and he has a crucifix. I thought that yeah. was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Or like he's Lex Luthor with kryptonite. Or just like the exorcist. Just yes. like the power of clover compels, compels you. you. <laughs> yeah. 
But only if it's four. If it's three, you could fuck off with that clover nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> the top of the cross can't be cut off or it's not a cross. No, Come it's on, just Todd. a T, Mikey. It's just a T. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. T compels you. <laughs> I pity the fool who does not compel you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ. I really would have loved it if they had just baked a four-leaf clover into like a lasagna and then had the like leprechaun eat it and that's how he, he died. It's not fucking Garfield, Todd. <laughs> But if you stack one leprechaun on top of another, no. They are two leprechauns in a trench coat trying to buy a ticket to a rated R movie page. There you go. Okay, so. You know what he's going to see? The Irishman. (laughs) I hate you. Honestly, he could just buy a ticket. He's 600 years old. Yes. We're never getting to this movie. No, we live here now, Mikey. Yeah, we're still on scene one page. Can we move from the porch to inside? We are inside. We're inside. This is when he starts talking, like singing and shit, right? Like, can we talk about why why is he a little boy slash girl? Yeah, I don't know. Well, and I think it's because he lures people because people always want to rescue children. And like, if there's a child in danger, people are going to respond. That does not answer my question. Why does he have that ability? Oh, I don't know. His abilities are very confusing. He also meows like a cat at one point and can teleport from place to place. Yeah. He considers it more of a hobby, like the guy from uh, Police Academy. (laughs) Like he's the Michael Winslow of Ireland. He's like, oh, me helicopter's coming. (laughs) You're not wrong. Leprechaun has very, like a lot of similarities with Police Academy. (laughs) Honestly, I thought it was a shot for shot remake at first. So this blows my mind. Like he talks about how when he doesn't have his gold he doesn't have like his powers or whatever but the motherfucker can teleport and throw his voice and pretend to be the wife or any of the kids or whatever like if those aren't his powers what are his powers the force the force is the only power he doesn't have (laughs) i swear to god if he uses a lightsaber in the next leprechaun i'll be so mad you're gonna say the pogo stick wasn't a lightsaber (laughs) yeah 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 I forgot about the pogo stick, guys. This movie is <laughs> You're fucking welcome. nuts. I also like the only people he really murdered did not have any of the gold. No, the people who stole the gold <laughs> or would not give it back to him live. Yeah. That's my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> He's so bad at just like sticking to a plan and goals. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the later movies. He just it's almost like he just kills people for fun where it's like. Once he's out and about, he just kills people. Because I just remember, I think it's actually Leprechaun back to the hood where someone has a giant bong and he cracks it and stabs someone to death with the shattered glass end of the bong uh, and then like smokes it out of their dead body. (laughs) How did Leprechaun never do a collaboration with fucking evil bong and ginger dead man? I don't know, but there was like, I read some stuff about a potential collaboration with Candyman that I'm pretty sure is never going to happen since the new Candyman came out. Yeah, it's a little bit different in tone, I'd say. (laughs) A little bit. What would you guys say about Tim Allen's The Santa Claus versus is the leprechaun Here i would watch it. that where tim allen slips on the leprechaun's roof and then the leprechaun <laughs> has to become santa claus <laughs> and he's an evil leper santa anyway back to the movie so okay. he's singing inside the suitcase dan's gone to hide the gold his wife is like oh my god there's a child in the suitcase and i don't know why 
She wouldn't run to her husband and be like, why the fuck did you smuggle a child back? Like, Because it's not the first time. <laughs> I, that's troubling. Uh, but So she opens the suitcase. Jeffrey and it's Epstein's like, real island. Oh, was no. Ireland. Was Ireland. Oh, 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 oh. So you're saying that Dan O'Brady or Dan O'Lolligan or whatever the fuck his name is was like <laughs> stealing <laughs> kids from Epstein's island and smuggling them out? Yeah, and he's like, I caught a leprechaun. I'm going to sell it for gold coins. <laughs> <laughs> oh no God. anyway it's not a child it's a leprechaun mm-hmm. and he busts out and is like aha and she freaks out and falls down the basement stairs and is instantly dead and he just like stands over her dead body like i want me gold now <laughs> and it's our first introduction to how fucking bug fuck bananas this yeah. movie is it's the first real line i guess aside from like the opening credit sequence where we see him on the staircase looking in his gold but it's the first time right. we really get like a line delivery from warwick davis and it is like directly to the camera and at a 10 and i'm like i don't know where it can go from here but i am loving it yep so dan comes back in he smells the tea well and he hears his wife's voice too because warwick davis is like talking to him as the wife right and he notices that warwick davis comes in with the tea and then sees his dead wife and he's just like ah i got the gold fair and square and this is where he pulls out his gun and has the four-leaf clover this is the first time we see him like Use it. He shoots the leprechaun and then the leprechaun like still teleports and has like his yeah. dead wife body and is making her talk. And it's like, well, he doesn't make her talk like he's standing behind her, like holding her neck to the side, yeah. like the bent neck lady. And then he's just using her voice because he's Michael yeah. Winslow, I guess. What do you think is going through his mind when he has a four leaf clover and a gun? Like, which one do you think he's depending on more? Oh, I think it's got to be the four leaf clover because yeah. he knows there's a leprechaun. He's touched the gold. Yeah. Okay, but if he knows all this, why does he have the gun? I mean, stand your ground? <laughs> I think the gun is just to piss him off. And then the, the, it has the, to be, right? Yeah. Like, right. But this is where he picks him up. And it's clear that he picks Warwick Davis up. Yes. Like, it's, it's not a double. It is definitely Warwick Davis. Dumps him into a crate, nails the crate shut, and then puts the clover on top of it. All the while, the leprechaun's like talking trash from inside the crate. It's great. It is great. And again, he should have stapled the goddamn clover. Yeah. I mean, he's nailing the crate closed. He could have just nailed like the four-leaf clover Clover down down. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, could he have just put some nails in the leprechaun's forehead? You mean like nailed a clover to his forehead? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Honestly, yeah. He's already passed out. And if he knows the clover is destroying him. I think that makes more sense than slingshotting it down his throat. I kind (laughs) of liked that, honestly. You got to know that like that kid had no idea it was going to go down his throat. He was like, oh, million of one shot, doc. And I (laughs) fucking nailed it. Yeah. I am the most responsible adult here. (laughs) Legit, the last person to pull off some this impressive with a slingshot was like david yeah this would be more like david versus david not really (laughs) well yeah the leprechaun's no goliath if that's what we're getting at i mean he's he's goliath on the inside right he has a foreboding and large giant presence not stature correct so danny goes to grab matches because he's gonna burn him alive in that crate and as he does he appears to have what looks like a heart attack even though he manages to light a match but it goes out and then he collapses 
we kind of think that he dies. We'll find out later that he has a stroke. Yeah. But uh, as he's passing out, he just says, go to hell, you little green bastard. <laughs> Which is choice. Put that on yeah. my grave. It's amazing. <laughs> Mr. Grady needed way more screen time. Yeah. Yeah, he did. I agree completely. No notes for Dan O'Grady. None. <laughs> we cut to 10 years later. And Jennifer Aniston and her dad pull up at this new house and we're kind of watching them drive up the long kind of road to it. Yeah, it's very The Shining. I mean, I hate yes. that you're comparing this to The Shining. <laughs> yes, I will compare it to The Shining. Thank this you, is a, Caleb. You know, I'm going to go ahead and say this is a better movie than The Shining. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. refuse. No, I'm 100% refuse. going to say Leprechaun is probably three <laughs> steps up from The Shining. <laughs> and Paige, you may have this in fun facts, but Kubrick actually said that when he watched this movie, he was like, oh, Oh, shit. That's what I was trying to do with The Shining. This is yeah. how it should have been. Yes, yes. It, it should have been a maze made of clover. <laughs> he actually wanted to cast Jack Nicholson. Like, it wasn't supposed to be him. It was supposed to be Warwick Davis, but oh he had some, God. he had some, you know, some scheduling <laughs> conflicts. Yeah, Warwick was very busy with Willow at the time, so he couldn't make time for uh, The Shining, but yeah. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> We just pissed off a lot of people. Please understand that we are joking. Sort of. <laughs> I am not joking. The Leprechaun is so much better than the Shining. Oh, enemy. Uh, anyway, so she's visiting from L.A. in North Dakota, even though they definitely filmed all of this just outside Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. And it looks like it. Yeah, it And I does. do love that she's like, I hate New Mexico. And he's like, well, this is North Dakota. So, like, <laughs> it's the furthest away from New Mexico you can be and still be in the <laughs> yes. U.S. It was like, oh, so she extra stupid. Yeah. Got it. But you know what? We're going to give Jennifer Aniston a pass because she's Jennifer Aniston. Yes. Yeah, of course. Okay, I'm glad we all agree with that. Yeah. And the <laughs> Leprechaun's way better than The Shining. Yeah. <laughs> all on the same page. Moving forward. I'm still processing. So they get to the house. He hands her a grocery bag and the house is like a mess. Oh, yeah. It hasn't been touched in 10 years. Yeah, it hasn't, it hasn't been touched in 10 years. And he's like, come on, it'll be great. They go to the basement and clearly they've like removed the bodies and moved some stuff because they've stacked stuff on top of that crate and still haven't disturbed the clover I guess <laughs> no they have not there's just like poorly paid movers because like a child's voice couldn't get them to, to lift that crate up <laughs> <laughs> help help me get my gold Shh. a minimum wage <laughs> to be completely fair, if there's some random child down there going, help, help me gold, I would literally just leave. I would not mess with the clover. I wouldn't do it. I don't care about that anymore. Yeah, I'm calling out <laughs> sick. I'm like, I cannot come to work because there's a haunting in the basement. I'm leaving. Yeah, it's not my issue. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think ghosts love basements full of broken furniture so much? I mean, they're always there. I mean, people don't, like, go in basements with broken furniture as much as they do with, like, good furniture. Yeah, yeah but, like, if you're a ghost, don't you want to fucking haunt the shit out of people? Like, that's the whole thing. That's the best part of being a ghost. So what you're saying is in 93, he shouldn't, like, the ghost shouldn't be hanging out in the basement. They should be hanging out at the mall where Tiffany is singing. Or just upstairs where nobody's been for 10 years. Like, they should walk into this True. house and be like, oh, shit, the leprechaun's making omelets? Like, that, that's what we should be. <laughs> Wait, why didn't he do that? Like, that's, like, so, like, on par with everything else that happened in this movie. Well, because he's trapped in the box because someone lightly placed uh, a four-leaf clover on top of it. I, I did yeah. overlook that. Yeah. Just like me gold, I put all me eggs in one basket. <laughs> like, that's what I want. And then fried the basket. Yeah, and then just, like, throw the skillet across the room at somebody and... Make the sound from Insidious, too. Punk! Can't make an omelet without murdering a few people for me gold. <laughs> <laughs> that is the famous... Irish saying, yes, Mikey. 
<laughs> you know who said that? William Wallace. <laughs> okay, That's Scotland. He was Scottish. What? You should have said Michael Collins. That would have been better. Uh, whatever. Uh, it, we all know that it's Patty O'Furniture. So, like, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> There's like giant spiders and she's freaking out and she is literally ready to leave and go find a hotel when she runs into hot painter number one. Yeah, Nathan. <laughs> Quick side note about this spider thing. When I'm watching this, I got kind of bored with Warwick Davis because he honestly wasn't saying much in the commentary. But when Jennifer Aniston looked at the spider, she goes, it's huge. And then Warwick goes, it is huge. <laughs> <laughs> If you think about Warwick Davis's size compared to Jennifer Aniston, that spider's like three times bigger to him than it's it is like, to her. He's a massive ass spider. Warwick might be able to throw a saddle on that spider and ride him to work. Like, I mean, yeah. I'd watch that movie just Willow on a giant spider. Fuck yes, but all stop motion and terrible. Like, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Willow on a giant spider is my favorite sexual position. <laughs> How does that one work, Mikey? Why don't you enlighten us? You need four women. <laughs> you need four women? For the eight legs. Eight, <laughs> eight legs, eight legs <laughs> And a web of desire. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, as she's leaving, she encounters the hot sleeveless painter and knocks him over while he's carrying paint thinner in a bucket. Yeah, she is like dead set on going to a hotel and paying for it herself. I was, I was like, how do you have the money for that? Like, that's wild, but whatever. And then she runs into Nathan and immediately gets dignitized into staying in the <laughs> shithole house. He does have nice shoulders. We're going to roll over dignitized. She's clearly dignitized. And then he asked her, is your dad a cop? Because why are we painting your house red and blue? Circus. <laughs> it is clown colors. It is like, it is. this is the paint that was on sale at the store. It doesn't match, but it's paint. <laughs> like, that's what it is. Yeah. I do like that she's like, I'm afraid of spiders. And he's like, girls are afraid of spiders. And she's like, this is the 90s. Women are treated equal. And I'm like, oh, girl, no. <laughs> that was my exact reaction when she said that. I was, she was like, it's the 90s. I was like, yeah, it's the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> it's the 90s. You're going to be shamed into anorexia. <laughs> she probably already was. Like, I was going to say, she already yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, she immediately changes her mind and is like, I'm staying. And like, right as she decides that she's not going to leave, we meet the other two guys of the three guys that paint. One of them is Ozzy, played by Francis from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Or Chubby from Teen Wolf. Or Gacy or from Gacy. Gacy from Gacy. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they've immediately dressed him like a Chucky doll. Like yes. a full size Chucky doll. Mm -hmm. And like, yes, he's a painter. That's what painters dress like, Paige. It's not. At a certain <laughs> point, you're like, why have they dressed this adult in such a crazy fashion? And then he starts talking and you're like, oh, no. Is this going to be an insensitive portrayal of potentially uh, someone who has maybe an intellectual disability? Yeah. yeah or, or neurodivergence is what I would say, maybe. Like, is this what's going to happen in this movie? And they're like, absolutely, yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely, it is, yes. You can tell by the overalls. I, like, I just needed it to be explained how these three gentlemen knew each other when they started painting. Like, they're not related, correct? I don't know. It never explains it. Alex is Lenny's dad. <laughs> Wait, Alex is the child, though, right? <laughs> yes, it yes. is. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. By the way, that child did a lot of working. In fact, the next movie he was in was with Hulk Hogan, Mr. Nanny. Are you telling me that's not Corey Feldman? No, it's not Corey <laughs> it's Feldman. Not, okay, cool. We're Corey following. Feldman. Yeah, his name is Robert Gorman. It came out this same year. Tell me why when I saw that credit, I almost thought Robert Corman was like a producer on this. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> you mean like Roger Corman? Where you're just like, wait oh, a yeah, second. Oh, yeah, there we go. See, it, it broke my brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, here's, here's the thing. I feel like Alex could be Nathan's child, but then why did Nathan <sighs> and Jennifer Aniston have kind of a thing? Because it's implied that Jennifer Aniston's like a teenager. Yeah, I I thought Nathan was like 21 or so. I didn't think Alex was his kid. He was actually the kid that uh, O'Leary brought back in a suitcase the first time. (laughs) (laughs) They were paying his house as payment for smuggling him out. (laughs) Anyway, we cut to Jennifer Aniston goes to the basement to try and find Nathan and in her ways, like apologize, I guess. He drops a drop cloth on her from above, which knocks the clover off. Yeah, because literally that's as little as it took to dislodge the clover. And again, it's been 10 years and a fucking towel has never been dropped somewhere. Yeah. Or no one turned on the AC like a mild breeze would save him. No one's been in the house, guys. But honestly, I respect that a lot. I respect when you put something that ridiculous in because you know what? He knew what he was doing. It's a Scooby-Doo movie. (laughs) Exactly. So uh, they're going to open the crate because they're kind of hearing something inside it. And they're about to open it when Ozzy screams from outside. They run outside and Ozzy is covered in like blue paint yes like police parking lot blue paint yeah yeah they're painting their circus house and he yells at alex because he's like i told you to hold the ladder steady but he's not on the ladder so i don't think that would have mattered i think he fell off the ladder and that's Into how he paint? got covered in paint <laughs> i think this movie fell off the ladder a little yeah, bit it did. <laughs> my yeah. favorite line is this, he's like i hate blue <laughs> okay, so is this around the part where this is literally when uh, 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 Lenny discovers Leprechaun and comes down and lets everyone know that he discovers Leprechaun, right? Yes, exactly. He comes down. Uh, he doesn't even open the crate because without the clover, the Leprechaun can just bust out of the crate Hulk style, and he does. Yes. And he says, hey, Tubby, you got a light for old Leprechaun's pipe? And then eats a cricket like it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and then eats a cricket. Yeah, just like, here you go. And then tries to shine his shoes, which like... <laughs> That's a lot to take in. Yeah. yeah. Am I concussed? Like, what's happening? <laughs> but Lenny's reaction when he runs out is the best thing ever. Because, like, I feel like it's, like, more real than any other movie character I've ever seen. He goes, oh, oh, there's a leprechaun. Oh, oh, there's a leprechaun. And I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> we don't believe you. Leprechauns aren't real. But, like, really, if you just saw a leprechaun in the basement, what other reaction would you have when you run out? Like, exactly oh, that. there's a fucking leprechaun. And there's no doubt about it being a leprechaun at least at first glance because he's dressed like a fucking leprechaun yeah. like i think he even references the buckles on his shoes he references everything yeah. he goes he even tried to shine my shoes he's not like the lucky charm guy <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't have any marshmallows only shoe buckles <laughs> Oh, my God. And everyone is just like, you're crazy. But they get a stick and they go down into the basement and all they find is a rat. I did love that when Nathan grabs that stick and like walks down or starts to go back in the house, Lenny goes, you're going to need a bigger stick. (laughs) I don't know why that made me laugh, but it was funny. It made me bust up laughing because I was like, you don't need a bigger stick. (laughs) No, you (laughs) don't. He literally is wearing a hammer. <laughs> you could flick this guy and he'd fly to the other side of the room. So they find a rat and they're like, that was your leprechaun? And he's like, no, he had shoes and buckles. And they're just like, whatever. So 
he and Alex go outside and this is where they see a rainbow and they're like, we're going to follow it to the end of the rainbow like a, like children do. And they like run out there and it's clearly directing them to to like a rusted truck. Yeah. And they open it up and they find the gold. That's where O'Grady hit it, apparently. Well, at first they only find one coin and then they're like right. fighting over who's going to have the coin because Lenny found it and Alex wants it. And then Alex takes it and then Alex finds the bag and he's like, you can have your stupid coin back. I got the whole bag. And then for some reason, Lenny swallows it. In Lenny's defense, like one time <laughs> when I was a child, I was looking at a Lego piece and I breathed in too hard and I swallowed it. Were you that amazed by... Wait, hold on. Caleb, you ate a nickel? (laughs) Hang on. I was about to roast Mikey for swallowing a piece of plastic, but you ate legal tender. We got to have him back. (laughs) He's got my back with like... Shit happens, man. Yeah. Dude, sometimes you swallow things you shouldn't swallow. Yeah. Hey, you know what I mean? (laughs) You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. <laughs> you don't talk because you don't eat enough. Look, wait, Paige, hold on. You let's just bring it back real quick. We're gonna we're gonna mull right over the Lego and the nickel. <laughs> You're assuming that Mr. Grady put that in there? How the fuck did he have a stroke? Went to a fucking hospital That's for ten true. years and he put gold in a truck outside? He didn't have any time to do that. He did that when his wife fell down the stairs. He left and said he that he hid it, but he seems to have hid it in like a drawer, and I'm like, hide things better. You're a grown-up. Um, but then for some reason it ends up in the truck, and there's no explanation. I think it's a fucking continuity error. I think you're right. <laughs> like, it's just, and they just, you know, didn't address it, because they were like, there's bigger fish to fry. Okay, uh, headcanon. That is his truck. He gets in it to go to the hospital because he's having a stroke, uh, and it breaks down, and he accidentally leaves the gold in the truck, and the truck just withers in the room in the woods while he got put in a home okay he's like where'd you hide me gold you're like the bank i put it in the (laughs) bank (laughs) well i invested your gold coins into bitcoin your gold coins are worth a hundred times more in 10 years we're actually billionaires (laughs) i actually used your gold coins to buy this picture of a monkey you'll get it someday (laughs) i put your gold on my 3d printer and I, made it <laughs> I want to be more like Forrest Gump. Like we invested in a fruit company. <laughs> so they find the bag of coins and they go. They try to test the metal, and that's how Ozzy ends up swallowing one. But that's a very large coin. Yes, it that is. That he either a would have choked on, and b probably couldn't have easily passed if it had no, like. No, bro. That coin was definitely the size of a bagel bite. You could get that. <laughs> <laughs> so. They decide, they're talking about what they're going to spend the coins on, and they decide that when they go to town at some point, they're going to try and check to see what the coins are worth. But this is where Alex introduces the idea of, we'll get you an operation to make you smart and fix your brain, which is just like... It's gold coins for Algernon. It's gold <laughs> coins for Algernon. This is specifically very mean, though, because Alex is, re- it's revealed later, he knows that there is no operation that can fix his <laughs> yes, brain. Yes. He's just gaslighting him into helping him find, like, more gold pieces under the guise of, we can make you smart. And I really loved when he was like, people make fun of you. And he's like, people make fun of me? And he's like, well, and he's like, well, not back. to your face. Yeah. yeah. He's so mean. I know. Because he, <laughs> when Lenny finds the gold, he's like, I can buy a comic book every week. And I was like, so that actually is something you can probably do with $50,000. Yeah, be- yes. because Ozzy's the only person that actually understands the value of $50,000. Hang on, <laughs> hang on, yeah. hang on. Is Lenny the smartest person in this movie? Ozzy might yes. be the smartest person in this movie. <laughs> At least the most fiscally responsible. Yeah. Because if he, he bought in- the film, he's like, I think the leprechaun wants 
his gold back. <laughs> <laughs> He's only been screaming it at us for an hour. And Jennifer Anderson's like, oh, you mean the bear? <laughs> no, it's not a bear, you idiot. Bears like honey and picnic baskets. And if I can find one of those in this clover patch, we'll be fine. How many animals did they accuse this leprechaun of being? They were like, you're a bear, a cat, you're a cat, you're a, a rat. possum, a rat. At least four, right? None of them talk. None of those animals talk. No, none of those He's animals talk. Full sentences. <laughs> none of those animals talk. And a bear is like nine times bigger than Warwick Davis. Like a baby bear. Yeah, baby bear would be about the size of Warwick Davis. Like, what if we put a baby bear in a leprechaun outfit and then I'm just put it. a tape recorder on him that says, give me my gold. What you're describing is Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, you're right. Because he had, like, a tape in his chest. Yes. Oh, I'm old. That was such a sad realization. <laughs> I felt like the genuine in that. It's insane. I've been stocking up on serums and shit for my face because I had a weird crisis and felt old, and this is just making it worse. So thanks. <laughs> Gonna have to buy more moisturizer now. Paige, you still look 16. I know, but I need to stay looking 16. My brother's girlfriend was like, you really look 37. And I was like, oh, I hope you guys break up. <laughs> is it just us all having a crisis? No one asks, how's me gold? They always ask, where's me gold? <laughs> At the end of this movie, Warwick Davis just realizes the gold was the friends he made along the way. <laughs> the Stop. gold was inside him all along. <laughs> it was inside of Lenny all along. <laughs> <laughs> that one oh. gold piece is when he was carrying you. All right, whatever. <laughs> Let's just move on. <laughs> so Jennifer Aniston is learning how to paint. Nathan's teaching her. And he walks into the house to get something. And then she walks over to the car to get more paint and something is feeling her leg. And even though Nathan's nowhere near her and clearly she should know that she's just like, "Ooh, Nathan, thank you for putting your hand on my ankle. What kind of Amish shit is that? Thank you for walking inside of the house and then somehow appearing under the truck two seconds later and caressing my leg. <laughs> he would have had to yeah. have run immediately from the time he gets in the house through the back door, run around the house, jump, slide under the truck and then start molesting her leg within like 20 seconds. It's called a prank yeah, yeah, yeah it's called a prank but yeah all that without her <laughs> hearing anything right meanwhile she turns and he's behind her so she realizes it's not her so she kind of like steps back and the leprechaun has scratched her yeah and so her dad chases what they think is like a cat. First, they say it's a possum. And then they chase yeah. it out. And it Warwick Davis is meowing, which really upset my cat in my house. <laughs> I did love that. Like the dad is like talking to Jennifer Aniston and she's like, it wasn't a cat. I know what it feels like when a man, like caresses, when a man my caresses my leg. He's like, you do? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hang on a second. And Nathan's like, oh, yeah, she's going to get it. Wait, you know what he did? He went, ruh -ro, Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't she like 17 and he's like 28 in this? I don't I, we know. don't know how old anybody is, but she says, I thought you were rubbing my leg. And he says, you'd let me? <laughs> Which is pretty fun. Fair question. Because that means he would have asked. Yeah, consent is important, guys. Yeah. Paint her. I barely know her. Oh, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Only Caleb likes my joke. I'm glad Caleb's here. Shut <laughs> up, Mikey. I wait for him to take a bite and then I make a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so McCready, my cat, did not like this part of the film. No, he does not like to be challenged by Warwick Davis. Wait, 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 wait. guys. Does everyone here watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Absolutely. Yes. 
Remember how Mark Jones directed Nightman? Yes. Remember how Nightman was a cat because Mac really wanted to be a cat? Yes, because yes. he wanted the cat eyes. Yeah. This is the same movie. <laughs> it's the same thing. Uh, Irishman. Ah! Yes. Yeah. So he's meowing and he's like inside a stump. And so the dad like Pringles his hand into that stump. He reaches way too far into darkness than I ever would. Like I would never put my hand in something that deep and dark. God knows I have. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What about my mom? <laughs> oh, oh, no. Well, I mean, if she's willing and consenting. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he's not like wrist deep, which is possible. He's, no, he's like, like elbow deep. deep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the mummy returns where that guy puts on the bracelet and he's like, I will awake the scorpion king. And then it just like melts his hand into goo. Can we not I watched talk the, about mummy the mummy recently. <laughs> no, we can't not talk about the mummy. Look, I just don't get how this thing like actually attacks his daughter. And then he's like, let me stick my entire arm inside of this thing yeah. that just attacks yes. someone else. Is that Papa in? You, now you gotta marry my daughter. <laughs> so he's gonna, like, stick his whole arm in there. Wait, that's the plot of Leprechaun 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. We have to watch Leprechaun 2 immediately. Leprechaun 2 is so fucking funny. He's just trying to find a wife. <laughs> Mikey and I fucking pitched a whole month of Leprechaun. That is true. I'll be and, here for the whole month. Let's go. We, we were turned down. Leprechaun 2, The Chapel. <laughs> Take me to church. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking for the gold that you stole from my life. Yeah, where's exactly. the gold? If you return the gold, you could be my wife. Yeah, <laughs> I felt so gold. Wait, is that? Are you doing a uh, Lincoln Park right yes. now? <laughs> I can't do song jokes. I'm like just sitting here. Because Mikey can't sing. Mikey can't sing and doesn't know music. All right, all right Mikey, sing, Mikey, sing a song. Sing a song. Happy birthday. Where's me gold? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. This, this year's Eurovision submission song, song from contest. Ireland. Winner is happy birthday. Where's me gold? And we've got some requests here late at night. This goes out to Mark from Delilah. Delilah. Happy birthday. <laughs> Yeah. Where's me gold? This is the longest bit I've ever been on in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Our podcast is seven and a half hours unedited. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, he goes to the hospital. So yeah, he gets a huge bite and they have to take him to the emergency room and then they like the truck won't start so they have to send Alex out to adjust the distributor cap yeah which is really just him jiggling wires and he can't reach into the hood that well yeah but he's so confident that he did it right that he then goes back and jumps in the back of the truck before they even try it again well, he's a professional. I know. That is overconfidence right there. That's what that he is. He has liability insurance. <laughs> yeah. They're licensed and insured. It's three men who are painters. The business. Three yeah, men yeah, and yeah. a baby. Yeah. Plus, even if they have to replace that truck, he can write it off on his taxes as a business expense. Yes. Against their gains of 50 grand in gold <laughs> coins. He's a child entrepreneur, and child we don't know how to handle that it. That sounds... Yes. John D. Rockefeller. <laughs> he went on Shark Tank and was like, here's my idea three men who paint i'm one of the men and they were gonna be like i stop you right there i want to buy in for a million dollars it's a sleeping bag in the shape of a christmas stocking, of a christmas stocking. <laughs> and it has your name embroidered on it in big letters 
I'm gonna go ahead and just sell myself out. For the longest time, I thought Shark Tank was uh like the equivalent of the game where you throw a ball at someone sitting above a tank, but you just fall into like, oh, like a dunk tank, tank with sharks. Yeah, I thought it was Dunk Tank, but with sharks. I would watch that. It took me way too long to realize yeah. it wasn't that. I also swallowed a nickel. <laughs> no, it's fine. Mikey hoovered a fucking Lego piece, so you're in good company. I called my mom. I was being babysat. I was like, "Mom, I ate some Legos. What's gonna happen? Am I gonna die?" Wait, wait, wait. Some Legos or one Lego? Oh, Mikey, now the truth is starting to come out. Wait, he said some. He said multiple Legos. I know. At first, Caleb, it was just that he inhaled too much, and a piece flew into his throat. He just said that he ate. Pieces of Legos. There's two different instances. One time you I did it more than once. Wait, so it happened. Mo- Wait, I think I also ate a dime and like a penny. A different <laughs> incident was I put a popcorn seed up my nose and it disappeared. It never came back. It could be still in there. I don't know. <laughs> I can't wait till you get your first MRI and they're like, do you have cancer? No, no, no. It's an unpopped popcorn kernel. Don't get me in a microwave. Will the MRI <laughs> pop the corn? <laughs> yes, will the MRI pop the corn? <laughs> oh my God, Mikey. <laughs> You're like, ah, my sinuses. Oh, delicious. Yeah, I need melted batter set. <laughs> Someone give me Frank's hot sauce. <laughs> yeah, I remember in high school, I was just like, I was like, can I just eat this weed? I know people do like eat edibles and stuff. Can I just eat it? Did you? I mean, technically, yes. Oh, I've ate a lot of things I shouldn't eat. Oh, man, I've done that, man. I've eaten things I regretted the next morning for sure. <laughs> Was it me? No, her name was Rebecca, and you should be nicer about it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Todd, I've seen your pictures on Instagram. You look like a good couple. You shouldn't say those things about you. Oh, this wasn't recently. (laughs) Because Todd doesn't eat anything. He's a skinny bitch. (laughs) Ladies. Oh, wait, that's not good. Hang on. Hang on. Ladies. (laughs) Hang on. That's a bad thing. Yeah, sorry. Okay, okay. I get it. They tell me they want me to do that, and I'm just like, I'm vegan. (laughs) When did this joke start, and when did it end? The beautiful part is we have no idea, Caleb. I don't know what we're talking about. What about the leprechaun? What would he think? Oh shit, that's why we're talking. Yeah, my bad. Okay, we're recording an episode right now. I thought we were hanging out with Caleb. My bad. Yeah. Uh, so they drive off in the truck to the emergency room and the leprechaun goes to the farm and finds a abandoned tricycle because those are just laying around. Paige. And then he drives off on it or rides off on it and they speed up the footage. So his legs are going way too fast. Like I said, this is a better <laughs> version of The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Kubrick was pissed when he saw this movie. He was like. Man, how the fuck did Mark Jones do it better? (laughs) Come give us your gold, Leprechaun. Give us your gold forever (laughs) and ever. Can you imagine just a frozen Leprechaun at the end of The Shining? (laughs) Yes, I can. I'm pretty sure that's how the space one ends. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a while since I've seen it, though. Anyway... We cut to the emergency room and they're going to keep the dad for observation, probably because they're like, this looks infected. Did you get bit by a fucking leprechaun? <laughs> like, <laughs> we don't know what diseases you have. You've got like shillelagh foot or something now. And, like, Irish potato famine. Yeah, yeah. You've been infected with potato famine. <laughs> Your blood is just green beer and now you just shout about the paths. We don't know what happened. They pour you him hate- an Irish bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hate Protestants. <laughs> Your blood is super starchy. We cannot explain it. <laughs> At first we thought it was pus, but then it turned 
out to be Bailey's. So pour some Guinness on it and call it a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would you say his bruises are black and tan? <laughs> That's how you can tell it's a leprechaun. Yeah. By the distinctive bruise at least. Classic leprechaun bite. Yeah. It's either that or a possum or a rat or a bear. <laughs> or a rat or We're a not cat quite sure. <laughs> Quickly gone it's, through my knowledge of Irish culture. But, but, <laughs> it's man bear pig. It's man bear pig. Or at least that's what we thought. But then we looked at the teeth marks and they were all fucked up. So we consulted the big book of British smiles. And <laughs> oh my God. Turns out you were bit by a fucking leprechaun. <laughs> We'll have no fans left by the time this episode ends. Yeah, because she called Ireland British. Yeah, that's true. I'm My bad. That is my bad. They're part of the United Kingdom. They are part of the United Kingdom. That is right. That's geography. <laughs> yeah, you know, like when the when the continents like move farther away from each other. Yeah, it's pans. It's pansia. Pansia, Mikey. Pansia. You went to more college than all of us. <laughs> I studied a real specific thing. <laughs> All right, next scene. What next. was the hospital like? Yeah, um, they, they leave the hospital immediately to go to a diner. But while that's happening, Ozzy and Alex go to check out the price of those gold coins at a coin shop. Yeah. And the leprechaun has somehow caught up to them, even though they were in a motor vehicle and he was on a tricycle. Yeah, but we find out later he can teleport. He's magic, Paige. Yeah, so why did he need the trike at all? Style. <laughs> because this is a shot-for-shot shot remake of The Shining. We've covered it, Paige. Right, right, right. Did you not see the baseball cards in his spokes? <laughs> he enjoys his job, okay? Like, 10 out of 10 enjoys his work enjoys and does his it with flair. As yeah. a fucking leprechaun? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. He delivers newspapers on his tricycle. Yeah. <laughs> Two dollars. He, he's going to upgrade to his leprechaun mobile version one in like a minute i know anyway so they get to the coin shop and this coin shop drove me nuts because like when they first approach it it looks like a basic storefront but then later when the leprechaun gets in either the guy has gone downstairs to a different room or it's just a completely different set because they go in and he's like well they could be 500 but historical value they could be priceless he's like i know a guy this is like a pawn stars joke are you guys ready yes <laughs> I have a leprechaun expert who can come back and talk about these coins. What's Pawn Stars? It's where people it's where people bring stuff to a pawn shop and they're like, this was a tampon used by John Lennon's girlfriend. And then they're like, I have a tampon expert that can come in and weigh in on this. And you're like, how much are you willing to get for it? And they're like, I want $50. Period. Yeah, and, then, <laughs> and then the tampon expert comes in and is like, this is only worth 75 cents. And they're like, guess I'm only giving you 50 cents. And you're just like, fuck. And they somehow managed to make that last 30 minutes. And then it's a lot of behind the scenes like, did you buy a goddamn aeroplane? Yeah, well, I'm going to sell it for whatever. And like, that's the whole show. It's it's exhausting. What's a pawn shop? It's this place <laughs> where they sell just this one chess piece. I wrote a whole song about it. So, like, they're important. Yeah, they are. I choose to believe they mispronounced prawn shop and it was about some sweet, sweet shrimps. They were like, <laughs> we're on the beach. We've got to write a song about them scrimps. And they were just like, down here at the prawn shop. We are like way down this rabbit hole. Yeah. We are. Can I? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> let's get back to the movie. Let's get back to the movie. So uh, he has to keep it overnight to study it. And gives them a receipt for it. And they leave. But here comes the leprechaun. And he's looking at the different, like, coins from, like, that era and can't find a match. But as we kind of, like, 
pan around the new room that he's in that is not the one we were just in that has stairs that make it look like maybe it's downstairs from the shop we were just in. The other things on the wall and around there look like it's actually a botanica. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I did not pay that much attention to this scene. I was focused on the pogo stick. Yeah. Well, because there's like a pogo stick next to like a Santa Muerte statue. And I'm just like, where the fuck is this? Anyway, we cut to the restaurant and uh, Jennifer Aniston and Nathan are arguing about food and how she won't eat meat, but she has leather shoes on. I did love the like L.A. gear plug in this movie because you see those yes. L.A. gears a few times. A few different times. Yeah. Then we cut back to the coin store downstairs where a strange tricycle just rolls through the room and he's just like, huh, and puts it away and isn't alarmed by like an abandoned tricycle that he's never seen before. <laughs> like, wouldn't that immediately freak you out where you're like, where the fuck did that come from? Yes, no, Paige. Is not phased. Yeah, it would freak me the fuck out if the tricycle from The Shining hit me in the chest while I was looking at a book. Yeah, especially because it's like downstairs. Yeah. too. Anyway. So he goes to put the coin in the safe and the leprechaun pops out of the safe because he teleports everywhere and he's just like, I want me gold coin and bites him and grabs the coin. But now he's got like the one coin. So and that's the only one that guy has. So I don't know why once he gets the coin, he still kills people other than for fun. But this is where he pogo sticks that guy to death, which is the best. How come he has an eternal GPS that leads him directly to this one coin, but not to the other 99 that are five feet away? Right. Oh, I think it. I don't think he has an internal GPS. I think he followed them in the Jeep or whatever when they went to this coin purveyor or whatever he is. I might be going off of other movies, but I'm pretty positive that the Leprechaun has an eternal GPS that leads him directly to his gold. It's like a treasure map that's inside of his body. (laughs) Yeah, like later on in later movies, he definitely has like a homing beacon for the gold. All right. But in this movie, I do think because we do see his shadow outside the store. So maybe he followed them. Okay, but let's go to the pogo stick because he starts Pogoing this guy and his line right here he goes this old lep he played one he played pogo on his lung yes, <laughs> yes. all over him and then he ki- he kills him shines his shoes that are definitely suede <laughs> yeah and then is like he'll bounce back in no time, no time. <laughs> oh my god amazing a lot of people talk shit on warwick davis's puns in all of these movies but when you watch the reboot or you watch leprechaun origin which doesn't even have a leprechaun you will come to miss warwick davis's (laughs) puns more than anything else in the entire world i believe it i mean it's not like he wrote the puns did he they weren't like all right warwick what are you gonna freestyle for us in this scene i'm so positive that he wrote those puns wait for fun facts because he definitely wrote a bunch of those he wrote a shit ton of these puns this is all warwick davis this movie was originally supposed to be very serious God, I've never respected Warwick Davis so much. (laughs) So uh, they cut to the cafe and we actually see the outside of the cafe in this shot, revealing that it is, in fact, the Saugus Cafe, which is a real cafe that is still in existence that you can go to. And the food looks pretty great. All right. Is there a leprechaun? There's not a leprechaun. (laughs) I will not be there. (laughs) I will not be there. Ozzy and Alex are late getting to the cafe, but they do make it. And we find out that they're going to keep the dad for observation, but they're just going to go home. So they start to make their way home. Meanwhile, in the toy store, the toy and coin store, the leprechaun finds a tiny car and drives it on the freeway with a trunk full of toys. I don't know why he wants the toys, but whatever. 
and a cop pulls him over and the cop fully thinks that he is a child. Yeah, but he doesn't at all look like a child, Paige. He looks like a 600-year-old leprechaun. <laughs> he looks like a fucking leprechaun. And then he says, I'm a 600-year-old leprechaun. Yeah, <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, okay, nice try. And then he rips into his face and takes his gun. Yeah. When the cop looks at him and he goes, are we a little young to be out this late? <laughs> he slowly tilts his glasses down yeah. to get a better look. Well, he probably was like, oh, man, this matches the description of our runaway. I, I could save this kid's life. Oh, I saw this Amber <laughs> Alert. I better uh, pull this kid over. It'd be an emerald alert. Emerald uh, alert, and- for sure. Somebody <laughs> looks at him and he goes, so now you're a leprechaun, huh? Yeah. So he then terrorizes this police officer and like chases him through the woods. Oh yeah, this is like the uh, three amigos like sequence where like yeah. the leprechaun runs behind trees and then pops out behind other trees and you're like, yeah, I'm over here now. I'm over here. Yeah, over here. Yeah, don't fuck with the fae. Yeah, don't do it. Just saying. But I do love that the cop just like sits down and just gives up. He's just like, yeah. all right, fucking kill me. I'm done with this. Honestly, when he was sitting there, I thought Warwick Davis was gonna pop up behind him and like bonk him on the head with a small hammer. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly, that would be on brand for the movie. Because what he does instead is he like lowers himself down onto his shoulders and then snaps his neck, which here for it. Yeah. So we cut back to the farmhouse because now the leprechaun has already gone back to the farm. He's beat them home. But he can teleport. I mean. Yeah, he can teleport. He had to build his Mad Max mobile. <laughs> his killdozer? Yes. It's got a pitchfork on the front of it like a cow catcher. Um, but meanwhile, back at the farmhouse, he's going through all of the cabinets. He finds some Lucky Clover cereal, eats it and says it's gross and then just shouts to no one where's me gold <laughs> Wait, but he also looks at it and before he starts eating it he goes dad <laughs> <laughs> he then finds a hand mirror and at first he does like a he does like a double take where he's like oh and then he looks back at it and is like <laughs> like mugs for the camera yeah uh he then collects all the shoes in the house and starts polishing shoes on the kitchen table. But let every shoe in the house. It's, yeah. It's a whole montage of him just shining shoes. Of him just polishing shoes. For like five minutes straight. But like, why? Like, I'm glad to hear that this doesn't come back in any other Leprechaun movies. This felt like it was like, they just needed to pad time. So they were like, well, I don't know, he could fucking shine shoes a bunch. Look, I think it really just shows who this character is, and it really just gives him a lot more depth than we would have otherwise had. All right, that's fair. I didn't think about it like that, and I I apologize. He's grounded. He's down to earth. He's walked a mile in other people's shoes and then then shined shined them. them. (laughs) I do like that he is forced to follow all of the leprechaun myths that we are all very comfortable with. (laughs) Like, you know, the ones about the rainbow and the gold and that they have to shine all the shoes. Like, he could have also been making, like, Keebler cookies and I'd have been like, oh, this makes as much sense. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Meanwhile, all of the rest of our characters come back to the house and the kitchen is trashed and all all their shoes are on the table and they're like, I think a bear got in here. And I was like, and shined the shoes? (laughs) (laughs) What fucking bear shot shoes? Look, I know a couple bears that eat porridge. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> this, this shoe, shoe was shined too... just right. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> Paige, I beat you to it, but I like that we both were going there. I'm here to get me gold and shine shoes, and I'm all <laughs> and I'm out, of shoes. out of shoes. <laughs> I don't usually shine shoes, but when I do... <laughs> 
So at this point, Ozzy, smartest person in the movie, is like, wait a second. He tried to shine my shoes earlier. So he's like putting it together. And everyone else is like, it's clearly a bear, an animal with no opposable thumbs. Like, could you imagine being that specific about something that's obviously a leprechaun, you moron? No, 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 no. no. I've read about these Dakota bears that always are talking about their gold. I've read about these Dakota bears that are always talking about their opposable thumbs. Yeah, Yeah, they're the native. North Dakota green bear. Hey, boo boo. Have you seen any gold today? <laughs> this is the dumbest shit we've ever done. <laughs> the episode of the things happening in the movie. Both. God, I love us. Although we did do Madman Mars that one time, and Madman oh, Mars was Mad really dumb. Madman Mars. <laughs> that, was that was the first episode of your guys that I ever listened to. Actually. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, I, was I was so go- excited. I talked them into letting me do that film. I was going through all your episodes, and I saw that because I was doing a 31 Days of Halloween one year, and Madman Mars, I think it was like the first movie I watched, and all I remember about that movie was them going, Madman Mars. And I'm like, that's easily the first two minutes of the movie. And the fact that that's yeah. all I remember was something else. But I was like, oh, listen to this. See what happened. Well, like, I mean, there's that. And then there's the giant hot tub that they like whirlpool around oh, in for like 20 God, minutes. Oh, my God. The hot tub whirlpool. <laughs> you my favorite sex scene that's been in a film. How do you how do you move like that? I'll show you. <laughs> Let's go, baby. All we need is a 20 foot hot tub. All we need is a comically large hot tub and the will to do. I'm going to fuck you like the planet's orbit. (laughs) (laughs) So we're not even on the right movie. So at this point, Jennifer Aniston's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom and then I'm going to grab my stuff and check into a hotel. And then as she's doing that, Ozzy and Alex are in the other room and they're like, how do you think you kill a leprechaun? And Alex is like, I take a fucking magnum and pop him in the head. And you're like, this kid needs to stop watching the news. (laughs) Like... (laughs) It's intense. Yeah. So they're playing with like a little bike bell and Jennifer Aniston asks them to stop. They do, but then they still hear the bell and it's coming from the kitchen. Yeah. And so they all follow Nathan into the kitchen and there's nothing there. So they walk outside around the house and Nathan immediately trips into a bear trap and the leprechaun just pops up and goes, that'll make you shut your yap. You look like a stupid sap. And you're just like, why? (laughs) No, no, no. He goes, he goes, I caught you in a bear trap. You look like a stupid sap. It's like it's worse Uh, than what you said. uh. (laughs) And then he starts just biting him on the leg where the wound was. But he's also got an axe. They all show up like all the other adults show up. They're like, oh, my God, you're in a bear trap. Warwick Davis is off the screen. And while they're all looking at him with his foot in a bear trap, Warwick Davis just scurries onto the screen and just starts eating him. And they're all like, what the fuck? (laughs) But he also has an axe. And that he hasn't used on him yet. And he's no. like biting into his leg. And then Alex takes the axe from him. Yeah. <laughs> but as he takes it, he's just like, let's play surgeon. And then Nathan, who's still in a bear trap, just fucks him up with a flashlight. Like Warwick <laughs> Davis gets the shit beat out of him in yeah. this scene. But there is one. Alex picks up a rock and throws it at his head, but it's clearly a foam rock because it just bounces. And also, it's the biggest <laughs> rock in the world. It's bigger than his head. It is yes. It's really, it's really big. It's <laughs> like, how is he even holding that rock if it's not foam? It's real Captain Kirk energy. Like, it is nuts. <laughs> uh, they finally get Nathan the shotgun, and the shotgun shoots, uh, like, he actually manages to shoot the leprechaun who bleeds green blood. Yeah. And then he's like... 
If it bleeds, we can kill it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys see the TikTok of that it's kid kept... who got like beat up and then he's like looks at his brother, he's like, Go home, get the gun. Uh, that's how I felt like it was like right here <laughs> with yeah. like, with Nathan to Alex because he tells Alex to get the shotgun. He's like, Alex, go get the shotgun. I'm like, there's like four adults here. <laughs> yeah, and he, Caleb, he was... uh, three men who paint have seen some shit. <laughs> yeah, they have liability. Seen... Yeah. Yes. They're the only ones who can handle the shotgun. Yeah, exactly. And then they send Ozzy inside to call 911. But Ozzy is painfully honest with 911 and is just like, help, it's happening. There's an attack on O'Grady Farm. It's happening. It's a leprechaun. The leprechaun is attacking us. And they were like, what was it last week? Fucking vampires and shit. They just like, don't take him seriously. They go UFOs. Yeah. So back to outside, he fires into the bushes multiple times. And at that point, they're like, that was no fucking bear. And I was like, yeah, it talks to you. (laughs) It set a bear trap. (laughs) Yeah, it set a bear trap. Imagine a bear setting a bear trap. Isn't this ironic? I am a leprechaun. I would like my gold. Are you a bear? What the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> so they go. They all go back inside, and they're like, what are we going to do? The phone lines are dead, and they're trying to stop the bleeding from the bear trap. And as they are, Nathan pulls a Dr. Loomis and is just like, I shot it six times, <laughs> but nothing helps. So they carry Nathan outside, put him in the truck to get to the hospital, but the truck won't start again. So Alex tries a distributor cap, climbs back in, and like just as he does, the leprechaun is there and crashes through the windshield. They end up burning him with a cigarette lighter, which is like the oldest part of this movie. Yeah. That there's still a cigarette lighter in the car. No, no, no. It's the fact that the cigarette lighter even works in your yeah. car. It charges <laughs> yeah, exactly. very quickly. So he takes off, runs to the barn, and in the process, he bit Ozzy's ear. And while they're kind of like tending to wounds or whatever, they stay in the truck and they're like, what's he doing in there? Which I'm like, why are you waiting to find out? But he comes out with a tiny go-kart with a cow catcher on the front of it that's like a pitchfork. And he uses that to flip the truck, which is like weight-wise impossible i know it's insane but i loved it i was like this is the best movie i've seen (laughs) like Uh, ever is that the whole statement yeah yeah i agree (laughs) okay yeah so they get out and he goes to the wreckage to look for them but they're in the woods they've like watched this whole thing happen yeah and he peeks through and he's like it's just me a harmless leprechaun and i'm like who's ever said leprechauns were harmless like that's not if you just give him the gold you can sit on the porch (laughs) sip sweet tea and be like (laughs) That fucking go-kart just pushed that truck 30 yards. That's fucking crazy. This is the best night of my life. Like, I love his rules. The rules of this franchise are great. Oh, you don't have me gold, and you're, like, polite? Let's smoke weed. Yeah. Like, literally, anyone that walks up to the leprechaun and goes, hey, I don't have your gold, but, like, how's it going? He's like, yeah, I'm having a pretty good day just trying to find me gold. I think it's also in the hood or back to the hood where he says that he's got a tripod, basically, like, he, he has like a whole bit about how big his leprechaun dick is. I believe it. What do you think it looks like? You think it looks like his face? I think it does. <laughs> and that's real upsetting. They're after me leprechaun balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What if it looks like a horseshoe? <laughs> what if they have like he has like the uh, like the duck dick where it's like a spring? Oh, corkscrew. Yeah. It's one of my three wishes if I find a genie. 
Actually, I don't know why this popped in my head earlier, but earlier sorry, I was just like, ooh, I was just wishing that the leprechaun would be like, uh, what are those? Uh, uh, it's an underwater animal. The uh -huh. the males can get pregnant. Horse, uh, sea seahorses. Seahorses. Yeah, seahorses. Seahorses. I want a movie where the leprechaun is a seahorse and he gets pregnant and he gives birth to little leprechauns, <laughs> but they're also seahorses. What you want is gremlins. You are describing gremlins right now. Yeah, you're describing yes. gremlins or also kind of demon knight a little bit. When Billy Zane gives birth to all those little demon puddles. Yeah. With nipple rings. Anyway, Warwick Davis goes up to them in the woods and he's like, so no one told you leprechauns just want their gold. He, but he definitely has told them. He's told them <laughs> yes, all he's movies. told them many times. <laughs> he doesn't stop telling them. This is like when we did our breakup episode, and I was like, she's telling him the whole time what she needs for this relationship, but it's Mikey being like, he told them about the gold multiple times. And honestly, the breakup is in the Leprechaun universe because Jennifer Aniston is in it. Yeah, and she's like, I've been telling Vince Vaughn that I want the gold, and he's not listening. <laughs> so they all try to run back inside the house, yeah. and the Leprechaun follows them, but they slam the door, and it chops off his hand, and the hand climbs back up and opens the door. Oh my God, it was the best. And then crawls back out, which yeah. is great. And then it's just back on his wrist. And then it's just back on his wrist. Uh, meanwhile, Jennifer Aniston, remind, remember she's had a cell phone this whole time. <laughs> she's like, I'll make this phone call. My battery's dead. <laughs> Did they shoot this in what, 89 or 90? Yeah, this is filmed in 91, and I'm like, that's the accurate battery amount. Yeah, and cell reception. She's like, <laughs> has to run reception. around to find it, yeah. But she does get through. They are going to send a police officer, at least they think they are, because they put the call in, and the leprechaun answers from the police car as if he's the sheriff, kind of like in Return of the Living Dead. Or police academy. Or police academy. <laughs> anyway... So at this point, Ozzy is just like, why don't we just give it the gold, the gold that we have in the rusty car, the gold we've had the whole time. And then <laughs> Alex brings up again, we need to use it for the operation to fix his brain. And Jennifer Aniston has to pull him aside and be like, hey, hey, yo, uh, no. And he's like, I know, but like, I'm a dick. Like, whatever. This really made me hate Alex, man. Because he's like yeah. really gaslighting Lenny into thinking that there's a fix for whatever he has. And if there was, do you guys think it would be 50 grand? <laughs> Not in our economy. No. <laughs> so she gets the gold out of the well. And of course, the leprechaun appears out of nowhere. So she hands over the gold and he's like, sounds like me gold. Looks like me gold. <laughs> smells like me gold. Tastes like me but gold. But Paige, he takes a dance break in between every one of those lines. So <laughs> yes, that whole, yes, like does. what you just said in like 10 seconds, takes a minute and a half. Yes. And then he takes the next five minutes to count his gold one yes. by one. Yes. yes. <laughs> five minutes to count to 100. Can we talk about this? Yeah. yeah. Leprechauns only want their gold. They're not great at counting it. <laughs> Leprechauns only want one thing and it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> it's capitalism. Uh, so they go back inside thinking that they have defeated the leprechaun. Right. Um, but who should show up again is the leprechaun being like, hey, there's one more gold piece. They push him. He burns his hand on the stove. They spatula it up, which is so funny. I love it. I, I, the only time I've seen that be funnier is when it happens in Evil No Army of Darkness. I think is the one where he spatulas his face off the grill. Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. 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 So at this point, he's like jumping in and out of different cabinets. He pops out of one cabinet and grabs Nathan's dick as he's shooting at him. I was like, this bear. Oh, my God. <laughs> this bear yeah, is very forward. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that bear's going for the cash and prizes. Uh, so... <laughs> 
he comes down the chimney and they shoot him a couple times, but he just pops right back up. Yeah. And at one point he just says, diddly diddly dee and runs away. <laughs> and this is where we get the best scene in this movie, the skateboard hallway scene. God, I oh, laughed so God. many times. Every time it cuts back to him and he's skateboarding the other direction in a different pose, I laughed again. Did he get the skateboard <laughs> from the pawn shop? I don't I think he does but he also he, he does like six of these <laughs> like like it's not even a rule of threes it's like I went one way it's crazy I went the other way it's nuts crazy 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 and then it's an empty skateboard yeah so Nathan's not doing great he kind of like gets down on his knees but they can kind of hear him in the basement and so they're trying to like follow him wherever he's at they get a phone call and they're like, oh, the phones are back on. They pick it up and he just, where's the rest of me gold? <laughs> and they rip the phone out of the wall and it's still ringing. Yeah. And so she picks it up again. And this is where the tiny hand reaches through the phone. It is very much like a Freddy Krueger moment, though. Yes. He's kind absolutely. of Freddy Kruegery. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I thought he was gonna say, It's gold time, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to gold time, bitch. And they're still like, I don't understand what he wants. He wants to play chicken foot. <laughs> yeah, because it is like a chicken it foot. It does look like a chicken foot, yeah. Uh but he does at this point, Ozzy, again, the smartest person in this movie, I think he wants his last gold coin. <laughs> <laughs> and I swallowed it. And and he very valiantly is like okay well you know maybe like i can sacrifice myself and they're like before we do that let's figure out how to kill it maybe old man o'grady knew i would have first asked the leprechaun if they would wait for me to pass it i'm gonna eat a bunch of taco bell yeah and it's gonna be fine <laughs> we'll put a colander in the toilet and then i'll drink a bunch of x-lax and then we'll just sift through my shit until we yes. find your gold coin. There we'll you catch go. you up in the last 10 years of history. You've been stuck <laughs> in yeah. a crate. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, but instead, Jennifer Aniston is going to go to the old folks' home. So they create a diversion by getting all the shoes in the house oh my God. and just throwing them so the leprechaun will shine each one of them. <laughs> They did not just get every shoe in the house. They grabbed a box of just like loose shoes. Because yeah. I swear to God, there was like 13 pairs of shoes yeah. that they threw at him. There were 13 right shoes. Like they were no sets of shoes. Yeah. Well, what you don't know is that in the basement of their, that house, there's a bowling alley. And when people get <laughs> bowling shoes, they turn the shoes uh, yes. in and they just, you know. I do love the thought that like maybe he wasn't shining shoes. He was just running up to them and spraying that disinfectant spray that they use at bowling alleys <laughs> in the shoes. That would have been hilarious. Anyway. So it doesn't last. <laughs> it doesn't last super long because he ends up in roller skates, kind of trailing behind the jeep until he runs through a fence which has a leprechaun-shaped hole in it. <laughs> that was my favorite Iconic. part. Very so Scooby Doo. And when he walks back through the hole, <laughs> yes, you can tell it's like cardboard. But you're right. This is very Scooby Doo. It's very Scooby Doo. God. Okay. This makes so much sense now, man. Yep. We cut to the old folks' home. This is where we get the LA gear. This is like shoe cam actual shoes. Like we see her LA gears for like 15 seconds. Yep. Hell yeah. Like if this was on Instagram, it would say sponsored, paid for by LA gear. By LA yeah. gear. Uh, she sneaks up to a sleeping security guard. She gets a clipboard with room numbers. And again, this is where all the angles are touched for no reason. Yeah. It never happens again in the rest of the movie. So she gets to his room and she says, it's out of the crate. And he's like, oh, you believe it? Well, there's only one way to kill him, but I'm not going to tell you because it's the <laughs> leprechaun. I wrote a joke for this because okay. he's in the chair and he like rotates back and he's like, 
I expect you to get my gold, Mr. Bond. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jennifer Aniston. I expect you, you to, to die. Oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah. To gold. Uh, so then we have the wheelchair race. Arguably the best part of this movie. Yes. Because they speed it up, Paige. He's like yes. going so fast and his arms are like just <laughs> chugging along, like going way <laughs> too fast. They're like pistons. Like there's no way anybody could move that fast. He's magic, Todd. I mean, that's fair. That's honestly, I again need to apologize to the magic Warwick Davis. Yeah, exactly. Or should I say Warlock Davis? Warlock Davis. Nailed it. Uh, So she makes it to the elevator and through the roof of the elevator crashes Mr. O'Grady. And he tells her about the four leaf clover and that there's a patch of them beside the well. And once it touches him, you can kill him. Yeah. So she pulls back up to the house, goes to the clover patch, and he immediately like tackles her. And they have this weird (laughs) chase across the field where she can't outrun him. No, she can't run for shit. She keeps falling. Like LA gears suck because she keeps (laughs) slipping and falling on her ass. It's made for the city. He's in clunky (laughs) pilgrim shoes, like full grown pilgrim shoes. Yeah. And she's in athletic sneakers and she cannot outrun him. Also, she's like five foot five and he's three ten or whatever. I don't know how tall he is, but she should easily be able to outrun him. He teleports. We've been over this. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Um, She makes it to the cop car because she thinks there's going to be a cop and it's safe, but it's the cop that he killed. Yeah. And she uses the baton to like put out the leprechaun's eye and then he rips out the cop's eye and then pops it into his own eye. I love that part, actually. I was like, oh, I didn't realize that like leprechauns could just like interchange their parts with yours. I guess. They're very resourceful. Yeah. Um, but at this point, Nathan and everyone else comes out and they shoot the leprechaun because they heard her screams. So they all go to find a four leaf clover. You mean the radioactive patch of grass next yes, to the house? Yes, it glows green. Yes. But also the whole thing of Ozzy, like you've got to believe Clap and the clovers will come back to life. Like it's just. I did love that she's like, you know what? Fine, I believe she's like being super sarcastic about it, and then she actually does and then she get finds one. Yeah. one. But Lenny is the smartest person. He like knows how to make this shit happen. Okay, how many of you would have let Ozzy die? Let's no. be honest. Look, the leprechaun, if we're putting ourselves in this situation, we all know we can just punch that leprechaun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If I have to punch that leprechaun for the rest of my life, I will someday overcome and beat that leprechaun. <laughs> if all I have to do to save Ozzy's life is punch a leprechaun, then yeah, I'm not even going to question. I'm going to save him. But like, if this is Halloween and this is Michael Myers... I'm running. Yeah, same, I am running. Same. But yeah. I mean, yeah. unlike Mike Myers, when a leprechaun shows up on your porch, you can just field goal him off your porch. Like just <laughs> yeah, kicking exactly. 30 feet and like you're done. Yeah. How many of us are going to die for the people we like task rabbit painting our house for? I mean, here's the thing. I don't think a leprechaun can kill me. And maybe that. You know who said also said that? Mr. O'Leary and Mr. Cop, O'Grady. The Pawn <laughs> Stars guy. <laughs> the wife. The wife didn't get killed by the leprechaun. She killed herself. The wife slipped down the stairs. Yeah. Technically, that's my property. They're stealing my gold. So you're fired. Mikey, this is this is the hottest, weirdest take. <laughs> it's almost as weird. And I know we just moved past it when you said that having a corkscrew penis is one of your three wishes if you ever find a genie. <laughs> I'm so glad you're bringing that back up because I have like eight questions. You're yeah. welcome. But I don't think I can move past you being like, no, I found leprechaun gold on my property and I'll kill all y'all to keep it. That's wild, Mikey. 
No, I'm just saying two wrongs don't make a right. They stole from me and the leprechaun. (laughs) So you're going to team up with the leprechaun (laughs) to kill all of the painters. I'm on Mikey's side. No, I get what he's saying. Uh, That's my rusty truck with my bag of gold. You just stole from me and the leprechaun. Jennifer Aniston should be on Warwick Davis' side. hundred <laughs> percent. That would be an amazing plot twist in this movie. Eat your heart out, M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> you thought you were our friend Jennifer Aniston, and then she's just like, we were on a break. Like this. <laughs> That's why I turned against you. Because be like, we found a bunch of gold in your property and stole it. I'd be like, you did what? And that's how we're in this situation? That's a great point. <laughs> so Alex is setting up traps in the barn because apparently he he's on your side. He's like, fuck a leprechaun. I'm going to yeah. equalize this fucker. And the leprechaun shows up and tries to put Alex in the bear trap. Ozzy shows up just in time and he's like, I've got the last gold coin. I swallowed it and basically runs and can't outrun the leprechaun. The <laughs> leprechaun slices him open with his belt buckle. Yeah, he takes off his belt buckle and like shivs him in his face. It's brutal yeah i loved it prison style yeah and then alex gets the four-leaf clover puts a piece of gum in it uses his slingshot shoots it at the leprechaun it goes into his mouth and he says fuck you lucky charms <laughs> the worst part is it's gonna take him seven years to digest that <laughs> <laughs> so alex is like all right we gotta wait seven years for him to explode or whatever yeah uh, the leprechaun like melts and then turns into a light up crypt keeper and then falls in the well <laughs> and they're like we did it and he crawls back up and is like coins and they're like no so they pour gasoline on him light the well it explodes yeah because that was actually the septic tank well <laughs> <laughs> And Cousin Eddie just emptied out the RV. Uh-huh. <laughs> he buried that gold because he found it on his worm farm. This is like real real deep cuts with Christmas vacation. So the cops show up the next day. And then from the burning well, we hear the voice of the leprechaun that's like, I'll not rest till I have me gold. Curse this well where my soul will dwell till I find the magic that will break the spell. Can we talk about the police not searching for a dead police officer for 24 hours. Yeah, right? In a town of three police officers. <laughs> they don't even radio him. Yeah, 33% of their police force has been murdered and they don't yeah. care. Yeah. He was the least liked police officer in town. It's the worst traffic stop ever. <laughs> and that's, that's the, movie. the movie. So having seen the movie, having talked about the movie, what do you guys think about the Warwick Davis slash Mike Jones masterpiece, Leprechaun? Five stars. Love it. The Leprechaun was right. No notes. <laughs> I just need a shirt that just has Warwick Davis as the Leprechaun. It says, the Leprechaun was right. That's what I want. Yeah, I need that merch immediately. See, I just want the leprechaun to pull back his mask and be like, groundskeeper Smithers, like every other Scooby-Doo episode. I want the back of the shirt to say Jennifer Aniston was on the wrong team. Yeah, leprechaun was right. Jennifer was wrong on the back. Could have paid for dad's ER bill. Wait a second. Dad never shows back up to his dad. Just dead. No, no, no. He's fine. He's just for observation in the hospital. He has rabies for sure. Oh, for sure. He's got. Uh, rabies you know and potato head from 
the leprechaun, <laughs> but like he comes back as Mister Potato Head, <laughs> as Steve Harvey. Arms. Oh God, Steve Harvey does look like Potato he Head. He does. Yeah. Can you imagine what the dad is going to come home to the next day, where he's been in the hospital and they're just like, there was a fucking leprechaun. And he's like, you guys are all idiots. <laughs> like I don't. And he looks as well, and there's an actual melted leprechaun in there. <laughs> yeah. I leave you for one day, and you paint the house like a fucking clown car and blow up the well and tell me stories about fucking leprechauns. There's shotgun pellets all in the house. Like all I told it. you not to have a party. I, I, I was about to say, I told you no parties. Well, what you don't see is that I'm pretty sure they all got arrested for killing that cop. Yeah, because there's no one else to, yeah. To play, oh. yeah. And they're like, it was a bear. And they're like, it's definitely not a bear. Okay, but hear me out. What if the dad comes home, he walks inside, and there's some pee on the toilet seat? What do you think he's really going to focus on? He's like, you saying these painters stole gold from my house? (laughs) (laughs) How did all my shoes get polished? Anyway, Paige, do you have any fun facts for us? Oh, God, I have a lot of fun facts. Well, hit us with your fun facts. Davis, fun fun facts. facts. So this movie is based on the 30s comic book of the same name, which follows a spiteful leprechaun named Dan O'Grady as he tries to steal a pot of gold from Irish goblins. And it was actually published by Trimark, who's the company that ends up making this movie. Um, And it was only an eight page comic, but it has a much different (laughs) plot than the cinematic adaptation. Imagine that. Yeah. Now, as I mentioned, Mark Jones previously worked a lot on Scooby-Doo, which is kind of why this movie is this way. Yeah. Um, but he says that he originally got the idea to make Leprechaun after being inspired by a Lucky Charms commercial. Checks out. He was also, yeah, he was also really inspired by the movie Critters, which I don't, you guys haven't done Critters, we have haven't you? done Critters either. We have not. We gotta do Critters. Yeah. So he initially wrote it as a, a full-blown horror film um, with the leprechaun as like a grotesque, scary villain. When General Mills saw the finished version of the movie, they were so irate over the subject matter that they canceled a contract to allow the use of Lucky Charms in the movie for promotion. So that's why they said, fuck you, Lucky Charms at the end, isn't it? Yes. So they have to reshoot the Lucky Charms cover to say Lucky Clover and they changed the line at the end. It was originally just, your luck just ran out. And now it's, fuck you, Lucky Charms, which is so hilarious. It's so but great. I love personal attacks. I love when it's just super petty. According to Warwick Davis, the movie was originally planned to be much scarier. And he wanted to add more comedic elements. And Mark Jones agreed with the tonal shift. So they shot it as a horror comedy and then had to reshoot some scenes after producers saw it and were like, what the fuck did you make? <laughs> so they had to add more gore to the movie. Okay. As I mentioned, uh, the filming of Leprechaun took place at Valencia Studios in Sagas, California. So it's mostly like Santa Clarita, just slightly north of L.A. From October to December 1991. And it would actually would have been shot a little bit earlier but they had to wait for another movie to vacate that same studio. Do you want to guess what that movie was? Little House on the Prairie. No, but that is where they shot most of the like farmhouse scenes was the same place they shot Little House on the Prairie and the Waltons. And Warwick Davis felt really weird about it. But the actual studio where they shot 
Something else was shooting at the same time. Any other guesses, Todd or Mikey? No. It was Terminator 2 Judgment Day. What? Are you serious? I'm dead serious. The inferior film. I actually should have known that because they did say something about that in the bonus features. Did they? Yeah. <laughs> so Warwick Davis did almost all of his own stunts, including being thrown in that crate. But one of the stunts he was unable to do, at least the way that they needed to film it, and it is the wheelchair scene. So due to his inability to control the wheelchair properly... They filmed it in real time with Jennifer Aniston running in slow motion so that Warwick Davis could keep pace with her. And then they sped up the film. Yep. And it looks like that. <laughs> it does. To get that trademark leprechaun face, it took three hours a day. God. No joke. Warwick Davis is a champ, man. Like that is such yeah. like a bitch thing to have to do every well, he's day he's done that in a lot of different movies yeah it's too. amazing like, he's great yeah and it took 40 minutes to remove and he says this is one of the worst that he's ever done yeah but he's done like six of these movies yeah, i was gonna say he's done it many times after this yeah <laughs> now if you notice in the credits there's actually two special thank yous in the credits um from trimark and director mark jones the first thank you is george lucas who permitted warwick davis to work around his Star Wars contract to appear in Leprechaun. Oh my God. At the time, he was still under contract and working on Return of the Jedi where he was playing Wicket. Yeah. Now, most of Endor, I believe it's Endor. Yeah, in the third Ewoks. Yeah, it is. Most of Endor is filmed in Northern California. And so he just basically came down to LA for a couple weeks. Imagine going from the set of Return of the Jedi to the set of Leprechaun. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, That is yeah. nuts. It's wild. Uh, now, here's what's even weirder. The second thank you goes to U.S. Vice President at the time, Dan Quayle, because... He couldn't spell potato? No, but he probably couldn't. <laughs> no, he couldn't. That's why he didn't get elected president. There's like a whole thing about it. He spelled it with yeah, an E at the back end, when we had and it standards. became like a big meme of yeah, like the 1990s. That was his big scandal yeah. back then. Yeah. God, could you imagine? Back when the Republicans wouldn't vote for somebody if they couldn't spell potato. Oh, to be back in the 80s. Oh, yeah, technically 90s, but yeah. Oh, 88 to 92. Anyway, so. <laughs> Fair enough. The reason he gets a special thank you is because he personally expedited Warwick Davis's work visa so that he could legally <sighs> film in the U.S. longer than planned. Oh, my God. To do this movie. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. So as I mentioned a little bit, this movie's filmed in 91 and it's not released until 93. And there's a reason for the long delay. See, <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, Trimark had never made a movie before. This is like their first one. Really? Okay. And to, yeah. And to try and promote the movie, they tried to partner with both the NBA and the American Stock Exchange for promotional deals. Okay. But they didn't get corporate funding from either. So instead, they reached out to Subway and Domino's Pizza. <laughs> now, by the time they reached an agreement with Subway and Domino's, by the way, not all Subway and Domino's, but certain franchises of Subway and Domino's. It's like local franchise owners. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, God. I guess you could like have an option to do it or not. Sure. But by then, it had already been filmed and finished for like a year. But Domino's and Subway do end up promoting the movie and it helped with Leprechaun's word of mouth. And finally, oh, wow. Warwick Davis is actually in the cafe scene without his Leprechaun makeup, sitting behind his wife in one of the booths. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. 
And those are your fun facts. All right. Well, thank you for those awesome fun facts. Let's talk to box office. So what do you think the budget for Leprechaun was? And I guess 1991 when they shot it, Paige. I actually know. So I will have to recuse myself. Do you guys want to venture a guess, Caleb or Mikey? I also know. It's all on me. Yep. $3.8 million. Oh, that's That's insane. What you just said. That's a wild guess. So the production budget (laughs) was a million dollars. And if you adjust that for inflation, that's just over $2 million today. But back in 91, it was a million dollars. Yeah, you were super close, Mikey. So the Leprechaun premiered on January 8th, 1993. It was eight in the theater when it came out. It was beat by Aaron Sorkin's first movie, A Few Good Men. Aladdin was number two. Scent of a Woman was three. Bodyguard was four. Forever Young was five. And then Home Alone 2, Chaplin, and then Leprechaun. What do you think Leprechaun brought in in its first weekend at the box office? Three point eight million. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with one million. Okay. Give or take. You think it made its budget back? I'm gonna say something. Uh, I'm gonna say something crazy. I'm gonna say ten million dollars. You're fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it was eighth, I'm, Mikey. I'm gonna go half a million. Okay. For context, Mikey, a few good men that was number one that week brought in nine million dollars. Fuck. I fucked up. Yeah, you were way off. It actually was $2.4 million, though, so not bad. Yeah, So it did really well. I mean, it more than like two and a half times its budget, budget, right, which is pretty good. I mean, if you adjust that for inflation, that is roughly $4.8 million today. But again, in 93, when it came out, it was $2.4, almost $2.5 million. Uh, It was then in the box office for a few more weeks. But what do you think it made domestically? in 93 in its box office run that i already know that was why i based mine off of it and i went oh, okay. down to like half a million it's it's kind of blowing me away that it made two and a half million the opening week yeah. that's crazy yeah um i'm gonna say 3.5 okay 3.8 million dollars <laughs> <laughs> so it, in the box office run it made a total of 8.5 million dollars or Damn. if you adjust that for inflation it's 16.6 million dollars today but again in 93 when it came out it was 8.5 million dollars i don't have the whole market performance i don't have uh international release and man this movie was on tv a lot like i'm sure it got rented a it lot it gets referenced in wayne's world yeah so i'm sure it made a ton of money i mean it made its budget back in its first week so it went on to print money over and over on itself and did very very well this is why we have so many i wonder if warwick davis got points on the back end of this movie like is this know. movie why warwick davis is rich as shit no. i no, i think star wars has got to be yeah, warwick davis is rich as shit <laughs> yeah. oh man star wars harry potter willow oh yeah that dude works like he yeah, is he amazing yeah. warwick davis has been around yeah that dude could just do conventions for the rest of his life and oh, he yeah. would probably die with more money than he could ever use Oh, yeah. 100 gold pieces. <laughs> Worth $500 each. Do you think yeah, he just puts at the end of his contracts, I want me gold? <laughs> no, but I think if he doesn't get paid what he's supposed to, he shows up at the office and he's like, gold? I want me gold. I want me gold. I feel like he asked for all of his payments in gold. <laughs> in gold coins? I wonder if when he was making Willow, the TV series that comes out later this year, if he got paid in gold pieces. Oh, maybe. I can't wait. Maybe. He's reprising his role as Willow. I'm very excited. Me too. Anyway, so that's your box office. So this week, you guys made me watch Leprechaun. What are you guys making me watch next week? So this month is how the fuck have they not already done this movie month? Right. Uh, And so next, we are going to make Todd watch Gonjiam Haunted Asylum. Yeah, this is actually the one that you guys mentioned was like super fucking scary. So like I'm actually scared to watch this movie. Allegedly. 
Yeah. Allegedly. Well, we'll see next week. So your homework for next week is to, I don't even know where this is streaming, but find it streaming and then watch whatever movie they said, because there's no way I'm going to say it right. It is streaming. If anyone knows, it's on Tubi for free. It's on okay. Roku, YouTube, Apple TV, Vudu, Amazon Prime, Google Play, and YouTube Nice. TV. All right. Well, Caleb, thank you so much for uh, being our lovely guest today. Where can people check out more of you? Yes. What's your socials? Okay, yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I really appreciate it. This was awesome. Um, so, yeah, like we said in the beginning, uh, I do a horror movie podcast called Horror Soup, where I cover a bunch of shitty horror movies with, like, rotating guests, and uh, we talk about, like, all of the Amityville movies. We're on, like, 13 out of, like, 50 right now. That's really my, like, my prized <laughs> possession at this point. Um, so you can just find it on all streaming platforms by searching Horror Soup, and then also I host um, another horror movie podcast with Ash and Elena from Morbid of True Crime Podcast. And again... Find that on all streaming platforms, um, like audio stuff, Spotify, Apple, all that stuff. Just search Scream with an exclamation point. You'll find the the Instagrams and socials and all the other stuff. Just search Horror Soup and Scream everywhere. You'll find it. It's the internet. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. This was awesome. So, Mike, do you have a review for us to read? Yeah, I do. I've looked it up. Nice. So, well, whose review are you going to read this week? G4Fan. Well, what does G4Fan have to say? Great podcast. I agree. Love this podcast. Mikey, Paige, and Todd are always a blast to listen to, exclamation point. You guys have reignited my love of horror movies and just movies in general. Keep up the great work. Looking forward to many more episodes. P.S. Please do Child's Play 2. Oh, I can't believe we haven't gone on to like more in that series. Like It is time for a sequel month. I think you might be right. There are a lot of sequels that we absolutely could do. Well, G4 fan, thank you so much for that awesome review. We appreciate it. And if you want to have Mikey read your review, leave us a five-star review. So, guys, if you like this show but want to hear this power thruple on another movie review show about romance and romantic comedies, check out Romancing the Pod, where Mikey, Paige, and I break down and make fun of romantic movies. It's a lot of fun, guys. Check it out. If you want to follow us on social, please do. We are at Horror Virgin or online at HorrorVirgin.com. If you want to follow us all individually, you can do that as well. Paige is at Paige Wesley on Twitter or Rampage Wesley everywhere else, including TikTok. Mikey is at MRandolph24 and I am at Todd J. Awesome. If you like the show so much and you want to help financially support it, please do by going to patreon.com slash horror virgin where you can get a lot of great levels and a lot of great stuff like bonus episodes, director's cut episodes where they're a little bit longer and you get them actually a day earlier mm-hmm, than the mm-hmm. regular feed drop. We do a lot of great things like listener requests and stuff like that. So guys, check out yeah. the Patreon and help support the show. If you want to financially support me but not Todd, just look me up on Venmo. If you can't financially support the show, that's understandable, that's fine, but if you want to hang out with us on the daily, join the Facebook group uh, at facebook.com slash group slash horrorvirgin. We also link it like once a week, so just find it there and join the awesome Facebook group. Literally, we're in there talking every day. It's awesome. And guys, we got a P.O. box, so if you want to send us some love letters or whatever you might send to a P.O. box, it's actually not a P.O. box. It's like a regular street address. It's pretty awesome. It's 6688 Nolensville Road, number 108-34, Brentwood, Tennessee, 37027. So send us some stuff. Yeah. And if you want to check out our Twitch stream, we're at twitch.tv slash Todd Awesome, where we will be playing horror video games. So if you have always wondered what it would be like to watch me get scared, you can now do that on Twitch while I play these horror games. It's twitch.tv slash Todd Awesome, guys. Check it out. It's a lot of fun for you. Not a lot of fun for me. This episode was brought to you by Nick, Nick B. B. Nick B. Fun fact. 
Oh, yeah? He's got a kink for polishing shoes. <laughs> uh, come over, ladies and gentlemen, so I can polish your shoes. Yep. Where's me gold? I'm not saying she's a gold digger. But she ain't pressing with no broke leprechaun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's always asking where we gold at. <laughs> this episode also brought to you by Tia, and Tia's teenager is driving her crazy. So how is Tia's teenager driving her crazy this week? She opened she a painting a company. Painting business. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> but she's the only person who knows how a distributor cap works. So, so for yeah. some reason, it just works out that way. Uh, this episode also brought to you by the number Jeff, and Jeff wants you to check out his podcast, Kissing Jessica Jones, where each week they break down a new episode of the Jessica Jones Netflix Marvel TV show, and they also have recently moved on to uh, Agent Carter. So check out Kissing Jessica Jones on any of your favorite podcast apps. This episode was also brought to you by Jonathan, and Jonathan, for my birthday, did a very sweet thing and had a cameo made of Justin Hawkins from the band The Darkness that I love and sing at karaoke all the time. Their song, I Believe in a Thing Called Love. I karaoke that last night. Oh my God, Mikey. I wish I could have seen that because I'm sure it was terrible. <laughs> but like, it was awesome. And I was happy to know that Justin Hawkins also layers up like I do. And it was honestly the best. So Jonathan, thank you so much for that amazing, amazing cameo. We now return you to another half-assed episode of... Uh, the, the Patreonicals. We're going full ass today. Oh, we're going whole oh, ass, Paige. Because there's a lot of feedback from the community. Oh, yeah. Which I didn't think anybody listens to this part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Matthew. So. Wait, Uncle? Evil Matthew really called you out in the Facebook group Monday. To be honest, Mikey, you don't think anyone listens to any part of the show. And that that's the true. problem. Yeah. I think it's what keeps me authentic. Sure. <laughs> Podcast like no one's listening and dance like no one's watching. Mikey, the next time we travel to do a live show, which is coming up, I want you to get a tattoo that just says "Podcast like no one's listening." <laughs> That's my merch. That's my merch. Okay, welcome to the ruins of old Chicago. Okay, a city barely worth mentioning at this point <laughs> well because it's been destroyed not because it wasn't at one point very architecturally significant and the seafood <laughs> our heroes are on board a barge made out of manatees yes they've rallied kate has gathered everyone with our psychic powers to the manatee barge <laughs> on lake michigan what is that the one yeah sure lake michigan sounds great they're going to canada okay for the poutine and the free health care? It's right. Oh, oh. I would love to visit Canada. Not going to lie. Oh, Canada's great. I love Canada. Yeah. Eddie is having to really concentrate like Luke Skywalker, meditate to control all those manatees and make them into a boat. And uh, Wolverine Karoon is uh, so angry that his egg is dead. Jennifer, Jennifer with a PH, Danielle and Aaron are with Kaylee, evil Matthew's ex. And they're like, because remember, he leaked her nudes last time. He did, yes. A couple times. And so they're like all consoling them. And, you know, the people from the Mun are like, well, our planet exploded. So, like, it's like real, just like a bad time all around. And <laughs> people from, from the Mun, not the moon, are mad that their planet exploded. Yes. It was a planet to them. And the earth was a moon to them. Think about it. Oh, wow. That actually sort of makes sense in a very fucked up weird way. <sighs> God damn it. Don't side with him. I apologize. <laughs> um, they're all talking. 
and they're they're headed to Canada because they don't really have any place to go. They don't feel safe again uh, because they know that Wes, who is stuck in Scott's shoulder, has started picking up radio transmissions from the Illuminati. <laughs> so he know he knows that they're trying to kill them because we all know the radio transmissions from the Illuminati bounce off rock shoulders. Yes, this is the part you want to argue about. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. Honestly, that's fair. I never argue with rock shoulders. Oh no, you don't, Paige. <laughs> I didn't know this was going to be a Jack Reacher episode. Hey. <laughs> We can't find clothes big enough to fit him. We don't have a big and tall store this small town in Georgia. <laughs> the only jail clothes we have are from this giant guy, but maybe they'll fit you. <laughs> it might be a little tight in the shoulders. And the crotch. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Amy has put an antenna in Scott's fucking Scott's shoulders west mouth to pick up the transmission so they can know what's going on <laughs> and they pick up the meeting between the bad guys and um so wait the bad guys and who mikey the bad guys and who and the other bad guys oh the just the meeting with the bad guys like with the illuminati yeah. okay yeah they have a they have a podcast and <laughs> they've kidnapped Jennifer with a PH. She's wrapped in Sneaky Snake, and she's prisoners over there, and they're interrogating her about the good guys. Dreskel's like, Most Evil Matthew, I just want to kill them and rule the world. And Most Evil Matthew's like, look, I can't stop there. I want to destroy all puppies and kittens that have, that have ever been... Fuck you, evil Matthew. I hate everything about this. And then he takes a puppy and a kitten, throws them out the window. No, I don't like this at all. I hate everything about this. Yeah. I hate it. But Dave dives out of the window to catch them. Oh, good. And he holds them up as his body is crushed on impact and they live. Good. Because they land on him and he's dead, but like they, they like, like slowly. Only his hands like the Terminator. (laughs) Oh, that's, I love that. Dave, we don't deserve you. You're too good for us, Dave. Dave. God bless you. And uh, Most Evil Mouse is like, we can't just rule the world. We got to make it evil. And he's like, let's give paper cuts to everybody. <laughs> let's 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 up the student loan interest. And oh, wow. Like, okay. Let's disable blinkers from all cars. People don't use them anyway, Mikey. That's like the, yeah, no one does that. Yeah. He's like, let's make the dark web the regular web. <laughs> so they are launching a plan to have an ambush in Canada. They're sending the wrestling henchmen with an army of robots to stop robot manatees to intercept them on lake michigan oh no how are they going to be able to tell the difference between the robot manatees and the regular manatees the turing tests <laughs> perfect <laughs> oh you son of a bitch you figured it out i love it <laughs> also captures <laughs> uh, isaac's infiltrated their group because he's like kind of half evil right now I haven't really figured out what I'm doing with him, but he's with them too right now. Right. He's, he's with them. They're all getting on robot manatees and headed towards the ship. To, and that's the end. Oh, man. I can't wait to see what happens when the robot manatees come up against the super buff Blaine type manatees that we talked mm-hmm. about in other episodes. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll have to find out next week what happens in another episode of uh, The, the Patreonicals. That's going to be it for us, you guys. I'm Paige. I'm Mikey. And I'm your horror virgin, Todd. And keep it ooky spooky. Yeah. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Give me my gold nerds. <laughs> yeah.